Well, uh, man, so good to see you guys, man. For real. Yeah. Genuinely, well, like, thank you. Uh, thank you for the invite. And, uh, you know, in this day and age, it's just so nice to just, like, see people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, really. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, Danny and I are like really, really longtime friends who had kind of grown apart because we don't live close to each other. And this is that's like uh, the number one reason why we're doing this podcast is to become to like rekindle that. And we and we yeah. have effectively done that. So no, it's nice you got to, to talk yeah. to him every week now. Yeah, no, it's good. You know, like you're right. Hey, this is it's like this is the era now where like I think it's like, you know, we've had vi video communications and stuff like that, like in the you know, for years, but like, I think everybody just realized, holy shit, this stuff is, we're in the future now. <laughs> you know, the Jetsons is happening right around, all around us in some way or form yeah. or something. Back to the Future 2 was right. You know? <laughs> I mean, so, I bought an air fryer yeah. that feels very so much like cool. the, the thing from Back to the Future 2 that makes pizza out of a little thing. Oh man, like man, that blew my when I was a kid, that blew my mind. I was just like, oh my god, Pizza Hut in a little bag. We all wanted that. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, sure. We're almost there. For... Yes. Yeah. And uh I'm Josh. Obviously, Josh, it is Danny. nice to meet you and Danny, my I'm man. Danny. <laughs> my man. My man. <laughs> so, so how do you guys know each other? <clears throat> Oh well, that's well, Danny. Go, go <laughs> or should for I it, should I get into that? Is that on the record? Or, uh... <laughs> Let's start the podcast and then okay, we'll get okay, into okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. Let's start the podcast. Yeah. I want you know it might have been like some weird. It might have been weird, and we didn't want it on the podcast. It's super weird, and it's I want probably it on the, the least weird way yeah. a person could meet another person. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> wiggity, wiggity, welcome listeners to this episode this week's episode of uh beside ourselves uh it's a special episode we have a guest it's a guest episode we have kool-aid cam from is it ypsilanti or ann arbor ypsilanti well i'm okay yep right. see i knew this <laughs> your ties in both so i wanted born to and raised in ann arbor michigan okay, okay. the hipsterest of hipster towns in this side of the mittens my friend yeah. and and it's wicked steps cousin is uh ypsilanti which is right next door <laughs> to ann arbor and i've probably lived in ipsy as long as i was uh you know, like probably a good it's probably been exactly half and half at this point like i've so lived we'll in arbor and i'm a ypsilanti and then you're both <laughs> yeah the, the people i mean people so i i work in ann arbor and people are definitely and i used to live in ann arbor and people are definitely like uh um it's very similar to me where when someone is like from the suburbs of Detroit and they tell someone they're from Detroit and then they're like, ah, nah, 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 you're from Dearborn, like <laughs> stop it or whatever. Um, yeah. and I feel like sometimes, uh, you know, people are very proud of Ypsilanti. And so if you're not actually like living there that you're not allowed to claim it. So, but you're allowed to claim it. So, Oh yeah. I, whatever. I'm allowed to claim it. <laughs> <laughs> I live no, in you're Paul. right. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I've lived in both, and like, um, and seriously, it's really like almost night and day up in like uh, Ann Arbor and Ipsy. I mean, you still get great people in both uh, areas and stuff like that, um, but it's uh, it's a little different. Uh, you know, Ipsy has a little bit uh, more rougher edges, which is probably why I've liked it a little bit. But 
at the same time, like Ipsy, um, it's it, it had a bad rap for a long year, a lot of a lot of time. But like uh, over the years, and you know, you, you know, people coming out in the uh, you know in the, in the city, you know, working for the city and stuff like that. Like you know, we're finally starting to get some momentum to be a little bit more of a, a progressive town. Uh, you know, you know, being right next to Ann Arbor and everything like that too. So, and people are staying. People who have like lived here are staying rather than like get out. Get out! I gotta get out of this town. I gotta get out of this mitten. Like, I mean, I love it. I love the Midwest, you know. And I've been to California and like, uh, you know, a couple other places and stuff like that. But I, I don't know. This place just keeps pulling me. <laughs> just pulling me and tugging me, and I'm fucking. And I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. All right. Should we talk about history? What do you want to do, Josh? How do we do this? Well, so did you did you explain who our guest is? Like why? why he's here or like I mean, what his name says are it all <laughs> that's right yes kool-aid cam rap drawing man if he can do it then no one can i'm making that cheese you best believe with penny on my side and you know that's the steez in the deal <laughs> being real working for that meal creating that art to make you all feel the good from the bad sad out the hood help a homie when you can because you know i would that's Kool-Aid Cam right there. <laughs> right there. <laughs> well, see, I should have just I just should have just thrown it to you to explain uh who you were. You obviously did that way better than either one of us would have been able to. So and I, I have to tell you, um, when Danny said I have a friend who's a rapper and um I want to have him on, uh I I am a like old school like lyricism, like and uh like G Funk, like I yes. and I uh I don't like mumble rap very much. Say it, Josh. Like, just say it. And I don't, it. And I don't okay. like trill, and yeah. I don't like. No, it's okay. And uh, so I was like, "Oh no! Like this is probably going to be a really nice person, but I, I, I hope that he does the kind of rap that it's I like." Be, and and you do. Nice, so I'll hate all of his music. I'm yeah. sure, <laughs> but I won't no. say it to him. I'll be well, polite. I just it was like, how much do I have to pretend that it's good? Like, <laughs> so, but, but no, the kind I, of rap he does like. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. I was like, oh, this is funky, and I can understand what he's saying. It's like, yes, this is sweet. So. Awesome. No, thank you, man. And uh, and real talk, Josh. You know, like you know, I think uh, you know the uh, the evol- we've we've we're seeing the evolution of like hip hop right before our eyes because it's oh, yeah. one of the, it's one of the youngest genres. It's probably is the youngest genre of music. You know, it's like it's uh, that's why I love it so much. Like, is hip hop is DIY for music. Yeah. It's it's taking what's in your house which was your parents records and turntables and um and just stuff to bang around <laughs> you know it really is taking that along with art and dance and stuff like that putting it in a weird blender and just like seeing what you got you know and you get DJs you know you get graffiti you get the b-boys and girls you know and you get um you know of course the MC you know, and real talk, the MC was probably the last thing to happen <laughs> because and it happened kind of by accident because you know, in New York, you know, they was getting the party started. It was just like, hey, everybody, this is such and such on the microphone, and we got DJ, you know, cool herc or African Bambada on the ones and two. You know, it was just like it was kind of more of an announcer 
type style. Oh, yeah. Just like, hey, la, 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 la. but then one day, you know, a couple guys are just like, hey, you know what? I got this microphone in front of me, so I'm going to start <laughs> spitting some stuff, you know? And then, you know, and but now it's like we're seeing like, uh, you know, generations of people being brought up from hip hop and stuff. But, you know, you know, say what you want. Like, you know, you you love or hate the, the new mainstream stuff. I kind of hate it, but, you know, but it's just like anything like with rock or with orchestral and stuff. You just got to dig, man. You got to dig and find those good artists to to help and support and stuff like that and um you know it's funny it's just like yeah I, you know mumble rap i'm just like wait really this is success <laughs> but but you know but it's just like they found those those rappers did find a way of melodically creating a hip-hop genre all of its own and guess what it's called mumble rap <laughs> you know it, you know you know and guess what maybe mumble rap's not for you but hey some people just like production you know i know a lot of uh uh, my friend, some of my friends who are just like a few years older than me, they 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 like they take beats over uh, rhymes, <laughs> you know, all day every day. They like producers more, hip hop producers more sometimes than they like uh, rappers' albums or something like that. So, yeah, so that, I feel that. Yeah, not just music. There's another exciting thing about you, Kool Aid Cam, that we yes. want to bring to light. Oh, you are a self-described nerd. Yes, and you. You draw um, comics? Yes. <laughs> yes, my friend. Yes. I am a nerd, man. I'm a geek, dweeb, nerd, <laughs> you know, all that stuff. You know, I love Star Wars, but I love me some Star Trek like crazy. Live long and prosper. Like, you know, Gene Roddenberry is probably like the greatest, you know, sci-fi creator ever, <laughs> you know. And uh, I like Doctor Who. I like John Carpenter movies, Ghostbusters, like all, all types of and and some crazy ass shit. <laughs> I like I like some crazy stuff. I'm a very cult movie man. I you know I love it, and I have just like in my reading material was comics. <laughs> you know, seriously, like um, that actually helped me to read when I was a kid. Uh, my mom, uh, you know, I was actually struggling to read in uh in school and stuff like that. I was like, oh God, get me out of here! I just want to go play with my Ninja Turtles. Leave me alone. Why do I? Have to, why was school? <laughs> why do I have to do school? <laughs> but my, you know, education is important. And mom's like, no, you gotta learn to do this, man. Because reading, when you when you learn how to read, you can uh, do anything. And I believed her, and she's right. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Sharissa Russell. That's my mom. Uh, first, uh, she was also the first um, uh, uh, black nurse on the 6A rehab at the U of M hospital. Oh, damn. One of the first, yes, to work in rehab on her floor and everything. She worked for 38 years before she retired. I had to plug her in there because like, anytime <laughs> I get you. a chance to talk to mom, we talk to mom and stuff. But um, but no, like, um, for real, yeah, I love comic books, man, from Jack Kirby, Stan the Man Lee, and uh, I'm even, like, uh, learning about more different artists and stuff like that. You know, those were my early on inspirations, and also I was very influenced by the 90s, like, comic book boom with, like, the launch of Image Comics, and like dark horse comics and stuff like that image comics like my heroes from marvel like jump ship to like start an independent comic company and the industry was just like you guys are nuts you know no one <laughs> you're not gonna make money if you're not drawing spider-man or, or you're not gonna make money if you're not not drawing superman or whatever you know whatever they you know um well they all came from marvel so it was like x-men it's like you can't make anything if you're not doing this stuff and everything and you know todd mcfarlane and his homies eric larson my hero 
um you know it's like they were just like man you know what screw you you know we're the ones selling these books with the art and like you know and we're generating like man i, I remember those books that those guys who started image who originally were working for marvel they were working each book like they worked on was making millions and millions of dollars but you know what they were just being it was it's so funny how it was they were treated almost like the music businesses you know, it, yeah. and that's why I think I've uh, always kind of ran those things parallel. Uh, you know, one, they're, they're my two loves is hip hop and like comic books. But there is a net, there is a straight parallel of like how they operate um, both, both of them. And then what they do to their art, their artists and stuff is just is maddening, <laughs> maddening. <laughs> Let's get into your origin story when we're yes. going to comic book here. I want to know one, how the name Kool-Aid Cam came to two your music origin story. And then mm -hmm. I, we kind of got your comic origin story there, but like what really yeah, yeah. pushed you into that? Okay. Well, here, let's start with, um, let's see, Kool-Aid Cam. The name Kool-Aid Cam actually um, uh, came from uh, the person in my household at the time and made it well was yours truly, Young Cam. Okay. And um, one of my uh, brother's uh, good friends, uh, uh, Leon, yeah, that was his name. Uh, Leon, he actually uh, called. He was just like, "Hey, cool, I can," you know. And was, <laughs> that was, you know, and I just thought that was like funny, but cute. And little did I know that that was going to be my rap name later on and stuff like that. And I think I cho I chose it because I it just kind of like dawned on me. I was in a rap group, um, um, uh, and like uh, right when I was like like uh, my last my senior year of like high school and stuff and we were just like i was just like thinking like man i gotta come up with a rap name i'm in a rap group i gotta do a rap name and so like i was like special k i was like wait no there was already a guy called special k and then like and plus i don't even eat special k like why the heck would i even <laughs> like uh you know call myself special k that's and after so, cereal yeah. right right exactly <laughs> cereals Captain crunch <laughs> but anyway but like um but no i was just like uh, man what am i you know and then like so i was kind of like uh thinking about it for a whole week and i really couldn't come up with something and then like one day i was just i really like woke up from a dream i was just like kool-aid cam that's it and then i went to my homies the next day i was just like got my rap name kool-aid cam they were like perfect <laughs> and then the rest is history the rest is history and so that's how i got the name that's how i got the name i just kind of it just kind of like was a childhood name and i just kind of like flipped it and uh thought hey i can uh use it as my stage name it be, it's kind of fun but the funny thing is i'm gonna tell you tell people this about uh the kool-aid aspect of it. of course we all know what kool-aid is and everything but the funny thing about kool-aid is kool-aid is spelled uh k-o-o-l-a-i-d Mm -hmm. uh, I spell my name uh, K O O L A D E. Um, now, cool. Now, aid is actually uh, something to um, um, to aid one's uh, thirst, like lemonade, you know, a, a drink aid or something like that. You know, aid one's thirst. But Kool Aid A I D that we all know and grew up with with the Kool Aid Man and stuff is A I D, which just means like it's supposed to like you know cure your like a first aid like first aid, like cure you like a first aid. But I was just like, no, I, I want to give y'all some rhymes that y'all, that y'all thirst for something that, <laughs> you, that you need and that you want to drink up and just, you know, and love. And guess what? It's going to be sweet. At least I'm going to try to make it sweet for you. And so that's how I got, I'm, I, that's why I've, uh, I'm, I'm like, I don't care. Kool-Aid, I don't care about copyright. If they come after me, good. We'll, we'll, we'll work out something, <laughs> you know, we'll work out it enough. 
yeah yeah so and yeah. i try to just make it my own and stuff so if you ever see my logo sometimes i'll have like a picture and it's like the picture you would buy at like meyer <laughs> or at the at a at a um you know at the store or something around the corner and yeah that's right danny's got the albums flashing up that's like those are two classics <laughs> yes yes <laughs> just just don't go bursting through any walls and saying oh yeah and stuff and you'll probably be all right they'll, they'll, you won't get a cease and desist they won't just, sue you. Yeah. Yeah. oh yeah busting all through the walls kool-aid flows like niagara falls so i'ma just pour one out to quench your thirst sweet taste in your mouth you just desserts you heard it first sweet like sugar from a kool-aid burst cams up side your head this is the kind of jam to get your butt out of bed and call your peeps up or crank the beats up we can chill, joke, order Jets pizza. Yeah. And that's how I roll. Damn, I didn't know that he was this out cold. That's me. <laughs> are, are, are you really ordering us Jets pizza? Uh, no. <laughs> you can't I not, do that. I'm not paying for that delivery, Danny. You live very far. <laughs> I'm in Toledo, so I mean, I don't want to break the bank. Oh, geez. Yeah, that's breaking the bank for like two large corner pizzas. <laughs> cold by the time they got here. Yeah, it's not. It's not good. Yes. Yeah. Turbo bread. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's some great stuff. Great stuff. And, um, but yeah, yeah. And, uh, and going back to like, you know, the origin of Kool Aid Cam, you know, it's just like, you know, hey, really, it was, I did it. I always, um, loved rap music like um you know i've always been drawing i've probably been drawing since i was a little kid um like five or six anytime i can hold a pencil i was just drawing something or whatever and then like that was just my love i knew i was gonna drawing was gonna be part of it and real talk like you know i was influenced by hip-hop uh even living in like you know ann arbor like the burbs i mean it's real talk i was kind of in the midst of the burbs a little bit you know it didn't feel like we were living like the suburbs and stuff like that but like um really like you know i was just you know drawn and then hey if i, I had a walkman or i had a tape <laughs> yes a tape you know i was listening to it on tape while drawing like some some characters or something like that and then it just is like hey to this day i still like kind of uh you know be at my drawing desk and i'll just put the headphones on zone out to whatever i'm listening to and stuff so um but yeah but hip-hop and uh, and you know art just kind of went hand in hand and stuff and you know really i didn't really it didn't really truly dawn on me until like my adult years anyway so uh, but it made sense it always just made sense nice um let's see next question i know it's a tough one it's kind of like choosing between your favorite child or whatever but let's say <laughs> tomorrow you can get famous but you can only choose one would you rather be famous for comics or music oh i know right that's a good one that's a good one Pfft, it doesn't really matter <laughs> but, um, uh, really way. like either one it's a win it's a win so you know i would probably um say um comics i would probably say uh comics uh, just because um, I have not seen anybody really. I mean, there are there are people who do what I do, um, but like I do what I do because growing up, I never saw a rapper draw comics before. You know, I've uh, heard rappers quote comic stuff all the time. I mean, from like Wu-Tang Clan to, you know, to, uh, you know, Underground Doom and, you know, Keith, Cool Keith, all my heroes and stuff like that. You know, I've heard like rappers quote like comics or give shout outs and stuff like that and everything. But I never saw like a, a comic artist and a rapper like, you know, growing up. 
growing up. It wasn't until like, I, you know, as I'm getting older and stuff like that, I've met a couple guys who actually do do exactly what I do as far as like they create comics and, and music and stuff and they go hand in hand and everything like that. And it's just like, it's kind of like, wow, I discovered something. And, but you know, you just, you, you, you do have to go through, um, a growing process and a learning process uh, when you're um, when you're creating art, you know, uh, every artist has to go through uh, something, <laughs> you know, they have to go through, try to find like their audience or, or try to uh, just really discover what their, their art, what they're destined to do with their art and everything. And, and me, it's just like, uh, and also too, one day I was like, um, uh, this is in my when I was a little younger and stuff. Uh, I was, uh, yeah, I, yeah I, me and my friends. I don't know if you guys ever do it. Like, uh, we always have a top ten, you know, or a top five or something oh, yeah. like that. You know, all right, top ten movies of uh, top ten horror movies of all time. Nerds Go. love ranking things. Yes, we love it. Yes, we love it. Yes. We can't get enough of it. We do yeah. list episodes on this. Podcast. Yeah, we. Do. Yes. <laughs> oh man, I love doing that kind of stuff. And of course, David Letterman like perfected it for a while and stuff. But but you know, one day, you know, I I think I had watched that um that one. Movie movie uh top five starring chris rock who's like one of my comedic heroes as well and uh just great dude um i you know i was thinking about one day i was like oh man what's my who's my top five uh comic artists you know of all time i'm like oh jack kirby uh uh, steve dicko you know and then i was going and i was like oh eric larson that's my guy and then as i was doing this and you know coming up with my list and stuff like that i like stopped i was just like wait a minute I don't have anyone who's uh, black on my list. You know, I, I don't have any like, you know, anyone who's black on my list. I was like, wait, you know, like there are there there are like black artists out there, especially black comic book artists and stuff like that. Uh, you know, you got like but you got like you got like Aaron Magruder who came with Boondocks and stuff. And you got like, um, um, you know, my my one of my you know, I've never met him. And I hope to meet him one day. Uh, Keith Knight. Uh, who did the K Chronicles? Dope cartoonist and just just dope, <laughs> you know, very good. And he always does like very like um, stuff that's going on now, politically driven, and it's like based on his life. And he actually um, his comics, uh, you know, spawned the the show that's on Hulu right now, Woke. Um, with uh, you know he he you know that that started from a comic and, and an idea. He he. Or something like that, but you know, money and like you know, it's it's, it's hard out there, you know. But um, but no, I, I then I started just like dawning, like man, like you know, like I want to like like you know, be be up there, you know. I want to like just do something for um from my perspective, you know, because I had I didn't see it a lot growing up, and it's like, to, and I love comics, hey man, you know, it's just like you know, it was uh you know uh, something created, you know you know, from like, you know, white culture and stuff like that. But like, man, there is a spectrum of people all over the world that do different perspectives of comics and stuff. And, you know, the, uh, right now I feel like still to this day, like we have not, we've only seen the tip of the iceberg because like, uh, you know, I love the superhero stuff. I mean, who doesn't, I mean, it's like, it's fun to see like the Avengers and, you know, black Panther and all those guys and stuff like that. But like superheroes is just one element you know, one element of comics and stuff. And I, you know, I really, you know, hope one day, I mean, to an extent, it seems like, you know, 
comic artists are seen as like authors, but they're not endeared like authors are, you know, yeah. like, like, you know, authors of books and stuff are, they don't get publishing deals. Like, you know, authors do and stuff. Uh, well, some do, some do. I can't say that they don't, there are some out there and stuff, but it's like very small percentage in comparison to the whole, like, you know, publishing industry and stuff like that. So, you know, and I think it's just so, you know, I think comics is just like such a good, like, and it like a good look into a person's, uh, you know, artists were like, we we're, we're watchers, you know, we see the world around us differently and, you know, and then we got also our own like ideas and stuff brewing in our heads and stuff. But like, we're those reserved people in the corners, just drawing and just observing and drawing and, and like thinking of stuff and everything. And like, you know, it's, it, it's, it's a good, like, it's a good, like inner looking of like people you know, when you look at comic art and stuff like that. So good answer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And just love, I just love freaking rapping, man. Rapping's awesome. <laughs> but I would, if I had to choose, it would have, you know, probably be comic book art. You could still rap on the side, whatever. <laughs> exactly. 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 We won't, we won't tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think what's a, What's the best next thing? So, okay, you were talking about, um, you know, you'd be listening to you'd be listening to hip hop while you're drawing when you're a kid. Mm -hmm. You know, you have your tape deck. So, do you remember what was the first album you ever purchased? Uh, the first album I ever purchased with was with my older brother, uh, my old my my older brother Timo Timothy. Uh, he uh, we call him Timo. Um, but like Timo three, yeah, he was three years older than me, so he he was the first one in my house to buy like rap music and stuff like that but our first my, my mom gave us some money like okay she's like okay you got you, you guys can buy a record <laughs> you know we're, I, I forgot where it was at it might have been at the old school arborland if danny remembers those days old school oh, yeah. arborland where it's a mall it was like one mall and i forgot the music store it might have been like um sam goody or something like that i don't know but i remember that's where we went to go we went to go to arborland to buy a record mom was like okay timo you gotta buy this with your younger brother though because he's he's getting older he's likes music and stuff you guys get to buy one record okay and so he was like oh man i'll buy a record with my little brother but i was just like whatever man i'll let's buy, let's buy some fun whatever and so we're just looking around and then uh it, it man it was like oh fresh prince DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. He's the rapper. I'm the DJ was my first record music purchase nice. uh, to do. Awesome. So, and man, we listened to that shit for a long ass time <laughs> before we bought something that new. It was so good. Uh, yeah, I love that album. It's so good. And, uh, you know, every now and then, I, you know, I probably listen to it probably like, uh, once a month or once every month or something like that it's just a fun it's a fun record and like it just like it even like it's just so funny how you know how fun and 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 silly at times like fresh prince was hey he, he, he like really like described like the stuff that like you know um you know uh black kids who are kind of living in you know not like you know the ghetto and stuff like that but just in a you know it, it deprived hey you know like black people got nice families who just you know work nice regular jobs too and stuff and it was just like really like he was just like he never like shied away from who he was and what his upbringing was but on that album he's like talking about like you know you know you know just like uh, 
honey, like trying to pick up a girl and, you know, taking mom's car out where I probably shouldn't have, but I just want to do it. Just, you know, do that. And, and just like growing up and like, and just, um, and also too, like, um, he had that one track that we just loved was the nightmare on, uh, on my street. Oh my God. Like if people just don't understand, like, in that time, in the late in late eighties, early nineties, Freddy Krueger was huge. Like, especially, still. <laughs> yeah, still huge. He's still huge. But like, it was so funny in Ann Arbor. Like, you know, this is just like, all right, you know, very like progressive town, and you know, we're very like nice and you know stuff and blah blah blah. But man, in my elementary school, uh, you know, man, we <laughs> in arts and crafts, kids were drawing Freddy Krueger. Like, you know, like some of the art teachers were like. Uh, okay, well, we're still gonna draw fruit today, guys. Uh, you know, but like it was really funny. Like I, you know, I remember around Halloween, like there was like at least like you know in my class like like thirty kids who dressed like tried to dress like Freddy Krueger or create their own like costumes and so away. So it was just like huge. But you know, for him to have that like as a rhyme, you know, it was just like kind of like describe the movie and how you know. And me and Timo, we weren't even like you know we weren't supposed to watch Nightmare on Elm Street, but we did. You know, like hey. Cinemax, man. Just wait till mom goes to bed. We'll just go <laughs> watch Cinemax or HBO or something. And so, um, but yeah, is uh, no that that was my first purchase, and I hope that wasn't too long winded. But um, <laughs> <laughs> love that album. I, you know, and I feel like that uh, Nightmare on My Street is like a, it's like a really early. I mean, unless there's something else I don't know about, but I, th- I feel like it's a, a really early example of like a, a nerdy rap song, like talking about some sort of like nerdy you know intellectual property oh yeah yeah i would even say like you know fresh prince and like uh biz markey r.i.p biz um like they were like the original like nerdcore rappers <laughs> real talk like if you guys don't know about nerdcore rappers it's like just nerd culture uh but in rhymes and stuff like that which i feel like i'm kind of in there in that genre too uh but you know i, I just say it's re- yeah, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> and so like, um, but no, like, uh, you know, that stuff though, like, it, you know, we say it's nerd, but it's more just like, you know, kids, you know, kids or a, a or a group of of a generation of just like kids who just like, hey, didn't get caught up in the streets, you know, we didn't get caught up in like, you know, dealing and and all that stuff. Even though I knew some kids, you know, who were doing that dealing stuff, it's still you know exists and stuff. So, but yeah, you know, the, but those were like rappers who was just like yo i'm really trying to do this so i don't have to end up like on the corner you know or or just like you know i want to do something like you know i'm i don't want to be a lawyer i don't want to be a doctor i love music and like hey this is a form of like again respect like you know hip-hop it's just like any other musical genre where i i want to figure this out i think i can make some money doing it even if it's not millions or a contract or something like i could be a working rapper or musician it kind of gives you hope you know i think that early bismarck stuff from diabolical to you know um um uh, uh, you know spring again all that stuff like you know early bismarck stuff like that 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 stuff and fresh prince stuff really like resonated i think with like um that that um that my generation or anything of like of kids like hey i don't have to 
do you know deal drugs or do drugs and stuff like that and, and hey i would even throw like salt you know um you know salt and pepper a little bit into that too you know just giving a perspective and everything i know we're talking neuroculture stuff but but you know like but but those when you, you listen to like you know biz and fresh we were listening to also like salt and pepper and kid and play you know and like you know that stuff was like still good it's like man it's dope you know even when you go back now it's just like man you know what can play with dope man <laughs> Sorry, I dropped something. <laughs> it's all good. Um, yeah, you know, it's uh, we, Danny and I, Danny and I like nerdcore. I've, in fact, I feel like the only the only rap concert Danny and I have ever been to together was was an MC Chris show at. I told uh, about this. Oh, oh yeah, I heard of it. It's, it's so funny. We yeah, it was at the Blind Pig, and we went to see MC Chris, but then we were both kind of like, oh, but this dude that opened for him singing these rapping these songs about Mega Man. Wait a minute, Mega yes. Man. Mega Mega Ran ended up like it was like we like MC Chris and then we found out about Mega Ran and it kind of like it's like ah. Mega Ran is that guy and if any of your listeners have not don't know what what we are talking about Mega Ran is so dope and very cool and that's so funny Danny and I were talking about that I think last we were uh, hanging out like um I was like I think I was actually supposed to go to that show that you two went to. Um, but the, what happened was, I think I uh, I got caught up in my old like job or something like that, where I was like running hotels and stuff, and I had to like uh, uh, I was like, oh snap, I gotta, you know, I I I, I wanted to go to the show, but I got I think I got caught up with work, and I was like, ah, I gotta miss the show and stuff. But hey, luckily I'm out of hotels now because that that stuff is hey, that's for people who love hotels. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry, it wasn't it wasn't very good. You didn't miss anything. It was you know it's totally subpar. No, no it was good. Oh yeah. no, no, no. I, was, I, I was trying to downplay it so Cam didn't feel bad about missing it. Oh yeah, no worries. And uh, MC Chris is hit or miss, man. So. No, that's, no, that's what I'm no saying. We went, we were like, no, no, no he, you know, he's fine. But we were like, oh, Mega Ran, though, this guy. So, yeah, all right, this, yeah. this next question is going to get a little deep for you. All right. Oh well, yeah, sure, go deep. So you are very involved in your community. You mm. are work. You work for a library. Like you draw comics. I've seen you do events with Vault of Midnight, right? Or <laughs> yes, I have. Yep. So like, when it comes to like everything that's happened in the world the past year, like how do you relate to it with your music? I know you have the song Pride, but mm-hmm. like with everything with the marches last year and with COVID shutdown and just like the political turmoil, how yeah. do you push it into your music, or what do you think helps the best with it? Uh, well, I can't, I can't, I actually can't get around it. Cause it's, yeah. uh, it's just in, it's, uh, you know, it's part of life, you know, and that's what, um, you know, if, uh, you know, tribe tribes, just like, like tribe called quest, uh, said with the, the name of their, uh, one of their, uh, classic albums, it's, uh, beat rhymes in life, man. That's like, like, that's real. It's real. It's real. You know, like pride actually is, uh, you know, it's so funny. Like I actually, uh, wrote a version of pride like before the pandemic i was actually already thinking about like um just bringing people together and stuff anyway because of the last four years from uh from you know who you know and it's just like uh like this sucks (laughs) this sucks and like it's just like man he's like making like he's trying to make like 
racism cool like it's he like, really whoa. was <laughs> and it, yeah it's, it's just like it was just like mind-boggling and you know people uh follow him you know and and hey words like you know you, there's consequences to words hey you know right this is america free speech yeah 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 but words have consequences and yeah. um and so um but no i but that i think uh i think that w- really inspired me um um with um just what that the last like four years and also just like the you know we really were like hey we're you know people are still being oppressed to this day like you know we're in a new 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 stage of like uh you know civil rights you know like yes you know the 60s happened and we learned about it in school and we should continue learning about it but uh that's something they started but we're still in the midst of it, you know? And I think uh, as I get older, I, you know, I get, you know, I've always felt myself to be like aware of social issues and stuff like that. I always am. I I couldn't wait to vote when I became 18. I was just like, let's go. Someone dropped me off. I want to go do this. Like I, you know, so so much uh, responsibility and also just like, it's, it's cool to like, kind of be, you know, see, again, this is the nerd part of me too. Cause Hey, I was a good student and, at school like i was a you know a b average student and i just like you know and i i just like wanted to be a part of that you know and just like i i just know um i i just know what what's how many lives have been lost or you know i just have an idea of like you know lives lost and people heard and just like what this this nation can be too as well so i always hey go out and vote man i'm always encouraging people to go out and vote and they say man voting doesn't hurt please voting matters every vote matters you know that's why there is so much scrutiny going on right now because like they don't want you to vote the people who want to like stay in power and just like you know tote their like you know you know you know racist ways and just like you know they they really just don't want to leave their cushy jobs they just want to hold they're they're holding on to their money and they're just like and they're like pulpits and they're just like we don't want this to go away so we'll just uh disenfranchise these groups of people and these groups of people and, and you know it's just like it's ridiculous and it's just like you know we can really like you know this nation it's so funny this nation i think uh and uh you know i think this nation could be like uh fixed by instead of you know just again what you know what is the you know what does it say that you know we the people you know it's just like all men are created equal like we could just say all people are created equal call it a day close the books let's just talk about like you know rebuilding things now you know it's just like you know like race is like they're trying to distract you but at the same time we have to like acknowledge what happened you know just to start this our, our whole country you know it was built on slavery let's not beat around the bush and guess what just because we're learning about slavery doesn't mean we're you know we're saying that all white people are bad you know we just have to learn about it so we can like make sure that we don't make those same stupid decisions or or you know heaven forbid like you have like you know kids that grow up and then they fall into the wrong uh wrong crowd and stuff like that and and hey they're talking out talking out all this like um you know just like just terrible things about like you know being you know you know bigotry and racism and you know sexism and all that crap you know it's just like hey we can get past this man but uh, but again, it's the long game. 
It really is the long game. So, you know, I know we're in the thick of things and it's getting scary, but hey, we just got to stay the course and get more people to just like, you know, participate, you know, <laughs> participate and also just listen. <laughs> you know, stop, yeah. stop, stop always just like, it's like when someone makes a point about, you know, racism, they just want to say their two cents and then call it a day. It's just like, no, listen, just listen and just like have a dialogue, like a, a reasonable dialogue and actually have a real debate. Like we haven't seen a real debate in a long time, like a, a debate about about actual things that uh, that people can be like, oh, well, that guy's totally wrong, or that person's totally wrong, and stuff like that. But um, you I feel know, like you'll never had... see that with politics, though. They're never yeah. going to take a side and actually debate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they're just getting closer to WWE. That's, yeah. that's all they really want to do. Which hey, I love WWE back in the day. But, like, come on. Don't drag WWE down into this nonsense. Oh no, 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 <laughs> hey, no, no. Hey, that's funny. I'm actually reading a graphic novel on the great on, uh, Andre the Giant. Uh, really good book. Uh, really good. Is book. it by uh, Box Brown? Um, I believe so. I just picked, I just it's found really it. So really I already good. forgot the, um, um, the author's name, but I'm going to remember them because he's the, the wrestling fan. Are, so. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I'm talking about it more. Yes. That, that is the name of that guy. So, um, yeah, really great really graphic good. novel. Yeah. So anybody, if you ever see an Andre the giant comic in the bookstore, pick it up. It's dope. It's really dope. I think this is a good segue. Well, at least maybe not the wrestling part, but the positivity <laughs> of your songs yeah. in a time like this, I think we should pop in the song pride right now. Yes, uh, guitars by Beatbox Jake, one of my good friends. Hey, yo, time for some action, trying to hit the masses. Still a lot to do for these ignorant fascists. Tell me, what is human rights if we don't even listen to us trying to pick a fight? I, I choose words over fists. Hugs and a kiss over tear gas mist. Inside out, we all looking the same. Been way too long, and this is not a game. It's such a shame because we rise to the top. Oh, I thought I told you we won't stop. We've come too far to just drop the ball. This is for those people living up by the mall. When you get it, then I'll pat you on the back. There's work to be done to get us all on track. In fact, what we lack is the right way to act when oppressed by the ones that keep us in the back. Pride. Up high if you're trying to stay alive. Pride, pride. Never show fear, always open your eyes. Pride, pride. That's how we're gonna make it if we're gonna survive. Pride, pride. And if you love somebody, then always tell them why. Hey, yo, peace. Cause that's how I roll, and you can always do that if you're younger or old. Bridge the gap, waking up from your nap. Only way to move forward is to never look back, but learn from the past. That's how you get better. Life gets hard, but be a go-getter. I figure your comfort level kind of low. Don't let prejudice make you go so slow. Whatever's not right, shed a bunch of light. There's many colors out there, then off-white. Level playing field, treat it with respect. Black lives matter, empathy reflect. It's a whole lot of work for a whole lot of jerks. To show being last doesn't mean you the worst. Go through the pain, struggle with the love, and put it all together when you know you're not a dud. Pride, pride. Up high if you're trying to stay alive. Pride, pride. Never show fear, always open your eyes. Pride, pride. That's how we're gonna make it if we're gonna survive. Pride, pride. And if you love somebody, then always tell them why.
show fear, always open your eyes. Pride, pride. That's how we're gonna make it if we're gonna survive. Pride, pride. And if you love somebody, then always tell them why. Pride, pride. Get them hands up high if you're trying to stay alive. Pride, pride. Never show fear, always open your eyes. Pride, pride. That's how we're gonna make it if we're gonna survive. Pride, pride. And if you love somebody, then always tell them why. And we're back. <laughs> so is that your favorite song off the new EP? Um, Probably, yes. Yeah, actually, yeah. Because that one, uh, again, it, it evolved into something uh, totally different than, well, not totally different. Like, uh, the message was still the same, but the music was different. Thanks to Beatbox Jake. <laughs> uh, because I actually had something more... Um, uh, more soulful into it, and I actually know these guys, uh, and I might still do a remix version of it. I think I might. I, I've been brewing some ideas and and stuff, and I might do a remix uh, uh, version, and also a Kool Aid Cam Pride EP um, is kind of been in the works too as well. Uh, something like you know, again, gearing towards like social issue stuff, but you know, um, but also partying and stuff a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but no, I wanted to get some of my uh friends that I met through the uh open mic scene because I used to host uh, um, um, uh, an open mic every week at uh 734 Brewery. Uh, if you've been in Ipsy, check out 734, it's like great, great place, great beer, and uh, great people and stuff. They haven't uh, gotten back to um, um, uh, performing and stuff like that i don't think yet um but anyway at the same time you know i I've, i'm still kind of like hesitant to do too many indoor events i mean i say that and i got an event coming up like next month like in <laughs> september and stuff but uh you know i i pick my spots where i just feel like i can do it or i'll feel comfortable doing it and stuff like that but i am vaccinated i'm vaccinated so I'm ready to go. <laughs> we're all vaccinated on this podcast <laughs> yeah. yes we wouldn't have allowed you next no, boys <laughs> yeah no not unvaccinated people on this podcast i <laughs> i really like pride i really like the whole album but kool-aid attacks is my favorite song yeah i listen to that song yes. so much like that's thank the one you. i jam yes, thank you and real and i'll tell you this guys like you know every artist um that yeah we love all our songs yeah on all <laughs> <laughs> like I really like. Hey, I could say I could make the argument for every single song on there because uh, I just love uh, I love my music and I really like uh, you know I, I like to just like you know I I do it and I do it and I love it and it they're they're my babies my little my little CDs yes I still press up CDs and stuff but they're my little babies man I love them they come in different colors and they're just fun and stuff and. Uh, but uh, yeah, Pride is awesome. Kool Aid Attacks. That was a, a song I resurrected from like when I was nineteen. <laughs> oh, the beat's so good and the rhymes are awesome. I'm like, this thank is you, thank you. Song. I mean, thank they're all you. good. Yes, no, thank you. I do love do performing that one a lot. I do too. have a complaint here. Yes, go for it. Complaint. So I have like you saw at least three of your albums, but then I also uh, have the Ghostbusters sampler. Oh God! And I can't <laughs> find this on um your 
Nope. Uh, it's not on Spotify. It's not on your Bandcamp, and this was one of my favorites. Yeah, uh, what's going on with that? You what's, won't find it at all. What the hell? Um, <laughs> no. Um. So. Um. <laughs> yes. For those, uh, uh, I did come from a group called the uh, the Ghostbusters. You know, it's no no joke. You know, uh, you know, people from Ann Arbor, Ipsy, know that I'm from the Ghostbusters. I'm in a group called the Ghostbusters. Uh. Yes, I'm technically still in the group called the Ghostbusters and stuff like that. But uh, you know, uh, you know, it, it, it's hard doing a rap group it really is and um you know some people are on the same page and some people are not or then when you're all on the same page it's great it, it can be really great and stuff like that but you know and hey i'm not dogging anybody in my group and stuff but like you know i think i just you know had a different uh um uh you know i just had a different work ethic i think a little bit than uh my counterparts and stuff not knocking them i they're still probably the most talented guys you'll ever meet <laughs> and work with like psh, it's night it's it's great we come up with really great music and stuff like that uh but i just had to, i got to take it to the next level a little bit and uh, i feel like uh you know this things weren't moving things weren't moving so but yes you will probably not find that anywhere <laughs> uh, <laughs> except well, except from me you know and that's I'm like so glad uh, i got one pretty much yes i'm glad you do too because hey man it's dope isn't it it's that michael shit. sierra song is it's great. the shit it's the shit <laughs> say it danny it's, it's the, the shit, shit. <laughs> yes ghostbusters i will i'm the biggest ghostbusters fan i will tell you all that as much and uh you know I, I, and i don't want to like you know i can't di- i don't want to dig too deep into it but um yeah it is what it is it really is do you see a lot of ghostbusters stuff then that answers your question you know and you <laughs> see a lot of kool-aid cam stuff and then that answers your question so um just take it at that <laughs> <laughs> That album is so good, though, isn't it? Is. it? Like, really good. Sarah, my brother is even on that album. It's like, like what? Like, it's so good. It's so you gave good. me like three samplers, and of course, Ann Arbor. I, <laughs> I go to this one because I'm a Halloween fan first, and it didn't yes. leave my like car CD player for like a week. Just like, Ooh. and it's a shorter EP, so or not shorter, but you know, it's fire. <laughs> it's fi- hey man, it's some it's five five firing tracks, firing tracks. <laughs> Epic E is on that. See, I'm a great salesman. I will sell the hell out of Ghost. You'll sell the album people can't Just, go find easily. Right, exactly. <laughs> And that's what I was doing for a long time, guys. Selling the album that people just can't find. <laughs> it's, 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 exclusive. it's exclusive. Everyone yeah. loves an exclusive. Yes, exactly. Hey, if you hey mess with uh, bread loaf and juice, like hey, tap them saying, guys, what's going on? Do it, do it. Like yeah, do it. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> hey, I, I'm always in the studio. I'm re- oh, I was always in the studio. Let's do, do it. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, we saw we saw Danzig get back with the Misfits. We can get Ghostbusters back together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I, just to backtrack a little bit, I love I love that you end the chorus of Pride just talking about like if you love somebody, tell them like because that's, that's right. a like a thing in my I like I'm I'm that guy that feels like maybe he's a little a bit overbearing, but like when I have a nice thing to say about to some to somebody i make sure that i tell them because yes they regret when you don't tell someone something and then don't get a chance to is like wild so it's like always try to make sure people know when they're appreciated absolutely you know so. yeah tell, tell tell somebody that you love them you know uh, you know life is short i'm 30 i just turned 39 this week whoop, whoop. And, um, Have a great day. Thank Have a you, day. thank you. And like, no, but you know, like, you know, it's like I hit these like marks of every birthday is dope because, like, you know, when I was a teenager, like my, you know, a black black life expectancy was like you got to make it to, you know. 
30. <laughs> it was just like, shit, <laughs> like 30. But now I'm 39, knocking on 40. I'm happy about that, you know. And uh, but no, tell somebody you love them, man. Like, uh, you know, lost my uh, uh lost my uh, one of my dads like the other uh, like a few years ago and stuff. And uh, guess what? I told him I loved him every single day, man. And uh, it no, you know, just uh, it helps the it helps it just helps you inside too, you know. You got to tell people you care about them, you got to tell people you love them. Hey Cam, I love Josh. my Ghostbuster bandmates. I love, I love them. I love you guys. <laughs> Danny, I love you, buddy. Josh, love you, bro. Love, yeah, I love you already, love you, bro. Love you, bro. <laughs> fifty mi- fifty minutes in, and I already love you. <laughs> That's right. We got to tell each other we love each other, man. For real. especially your- dudes, especially dudes, man. Like, hey, we got to do it. <laughs> yeah, hey. like it was like, tell me you love me. Like it was like, no, 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 f that. I love you, bro. I love you. All right. <laughs> All right, so you've talked about uh, we talked about Ghostbusters, we talked about uh, EPs and stuff. So what are what are, what are the future plans for Kool Aid Cam? Like what's what's next on the docket, or uh, what's down the road? You know, take it whatever you want to take it. Oh yeah, dude, we can like hey hey I you know I got so much stuff like you know Danny like always he's just like Cam you are doing so much. I was like yeah I know like you know it, and. You know, a lot of musicians, they do do a lot of stuff, but you're right. I do a lot. And I think it's just because, like, I just got that work ethic from my pops. And I just, like, he's more, my, it's so funny. My mom and dad, like, my mom is, like, the, the creative one who can write poetry. And, oh, my gosh, my mom, my mom can sing like crazy. And she's just just grew up listening to her voice that was inspired by Motown and stuff like that. She's amazing and stuff, but you know, that's, that's where I got my musical side, but my dad, he like worked for the Capitol and like, he was like worked with feds and he just like, well, always traveled around the U S and stuff like that. And business guy worked. He was a, he started out as a banker in Detroit or something and did all types of stuff. He was a nerd too, but, uh, but no, he was like business and stuff like that, but Hey, he loved like comics and stuff. And that's where, I, you know, he took, me the comic cons when i was a kid and everything but but no that but that be you know i think i just like get that work ethic from him and stuff like that and so i'm always like you know i gotta work on the next thing you know i gotta work on the next album i gotta work on the next uh comic and uh hey sometimes i drive myself crazy and but luckily i got rachel to just like you know ground me and be like okay taking that <laughs> you know rest <laughs> you know you seem burnt out you know you gotta you know it's it's good to have someone who uh cares about you and stuff like that and uh and really you know i'm glad because I, I i should take care of myself especially as i get older and everything but uh but hey but but going you know but going down the future i'm not stopping man i got like you know i got plans to, i'm coming out with like uh you know i think i'm working on two albums right now um uh, there's going to be a kool-aid cam and uh beatbox jake album that's going to be coming out on a little bit i can't give you any dates because i don't know <laughs> you know working on that i'm working on a sequel to uh uh epic kool-aid 2 um with uh, epic e who lives in california and i'm in michigan and we're gonna try to make another album thank you thank you Dan. yeah we're gonna try to make another um uh album happen and stuff i just got off the phone with him like uh yesterday actually and uh man i think he's ready and uh but it's funny when he's ready it's just like uh oh i gotta make beats now <laughs> so, and so uh but no I, I plan to do that one along with uh so that's those two projects collaborative and along with my pride uh um ep i think i'm gonna try to try to squeeze that out 
And then last musically, I know this is this is like crazy. This is like four albums and stuff. But hey, E40 set the bar a long time ago. So <laughs> E40 drops like eight albums a year. So it's like, uh, uh, well, no, I shouldn't say E40 started the bar. Prince started the bar yeah. in the nineties, dropping like <laughs> like twenty albums in a year or whatever. Like just throwing it's them at wild. the label. Do something. Do something. <laughs> you know. But uh, but no, I like I think I just uh, you know I think. You know, Beatbox Jake album with Kool Aid Cam, Epic Kool Aid Two, um, and then I'm a Pride EP, and then actually I'm gonna try to release some of my uh, my stepfather's music. Um, he never got a chance to uh, um, uh, uh, release it, you know, and it's kind of in fragments and stuff like that. He did instrumentals and stuff, but my my stepdad Cliff Russell, the great Clifford Russell, um, he he worked in like uh, Detroit media for many years. Like he worked for every like from the Lions to the Tigers to the uh pistons and uh he did he 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 did broadcasting for the uh fab five and stuff like that and he he hosted american black journal uh you know tv show for a while and then he did many writings for the detroit free press and the uh michigan chronicle and stuff like that so anyway it's my my thing i you know enough time has passed i I, you know i wanted to do it like a couple years ago but like i think i just wasn't ready yet you know and like the funny thing i'm the musical person in my big 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 family and stuff like that and so it's just like you know if anyone's going to do something with it i think it's going to be me (laughs) and i'm just like i'm i'm happy to do that because uh cliff before he passed away uh rhymed on one of my albums uh kool-aid cam the picture is half full uh which is streaming on all things and that you can find it it's called he's on the track game day which also features the ghostbusters on there um but and my brother the menace <laughs> uh he act, uh my but my stepdad laid down a verse on there and um it was uh it was dope it was dope it really is just like about like homies like watching football and stuff like that it's a good jam good jam uh one of my favorite uh tracks off that album and stuff like that too so uh but yeah i do plan on releasing some cliff russell music uh uh hopefully in the next like within the next year or so too i think well. you can get your mom to sing on it too uh no yeah, <laughs> i'm gonna try though singer, i'll try though. i'll try <laughs> I, I you know i never say I will, like i i always try to like do do as much things as i can that to, to try to bump the record up or something like I, i'm kind of a go with the flow kind of guy i'm just like well i'll try i'll ask mom like hey mom you want to do this like come on uh, we'll work on something and see if you're feeling it if you're not feeling it, you're not feeling it and then uh whatever so um so musically that's what's going that's those are the little little pebbles down the road and everything like that and um and then um for comics oh my gosh guys i am currently working on three books at the same time (laughs) one page at a time yes yeah i'm working on three books right now i'm uh working on captive number three that is a uh sci-fi uh prison break comic book that i got you can find all my books and all my music too on uh camcomics.com and stuff uh that's where you can find it really and uh, i am in a couple shops in uh ipsy uh stardust uh they sell a lot of like local uh um uh local community art and stuff like that you can find camp comics there and also ziggy's uh ziggy's bar uh also on michigan ave they sell my comics and stuff like that you can actually buy a pack uh a six pack of beer along with some of my comics and stuff like that they're (laughs) in like a package deal so take advantage you can get beer and comics (laughs) like at ziggy's and stuff and uh when they open up man that is a great place to see a live show 
like not just hip hop, but you got a lot of like blues people come through all the time, rock people, man. It's just like the coolest bar, like, you know, one of the coolest bars, man, just how it looks like they have like such great, like, you know, pop culture art and, and comic art and stuff like that all over the walls. Like you can see like Bowie stuff, prints. All, yeah. It's just so like dope and fun. It's just like one of those like hidden gems in, in Ipsy, I think. So, so nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And but yeah, all my stuff you mostly just find it on my website. I just release stuff when I finish it. So, yeah. <laughs> all right, we're gonna get into the guest mix now. We want to find out about your music tastes. Yes, Josh is oh. gonna ask you questions. Oh, oh wait, wait! Before we go to the questions, I forgot that's captive number three. Yes, and then my second comic that oh. I'm working on is Escape from Detroit. It's the sequel to Escape from Ann Arbor and Escape from Ipsy. I've got two books. That's all. It's pretty much my interpretation of like politics that's been going on the past year. Uh, I kind of I I usually write things out and I just like do storyboards and all that stuff. This stuff has just been like spewing in my been like making so much noise in my brain and I've just been banging and banging it and like I just have to spit it out and that's what I've been kind of doing and stuff. Kind of like just writing it as I go, which I try not to do too much but this kind of i think this it affected everybody and me so much like in the past year that it just had to it, this is how it's coming out and stuff but already escape from ann arbor and escape from ipsy you can find on my website to buy and purchase and stuff but currently working on escape from detroit which is the the third installment and stuff and it stars yours truly with penny and my my uh some of my music homies and stuff like that are also in it so um uh, looking forward to finishing that and then the third book i have is that I'm currently working on is um, I just um, sorry now I lose count. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, um, um, fluid, fluid number two. Fluid is a a, a children's book uh, comic that I did years ago, and now I'm finally coming around to you know I'm in the middle of it, so I got to finish it. I got <laughs> just got to do it, <laughs> you know. And that's kind of like loosely based off my childhood. It's like a uh, kid. It's like uh, you follow the um, the main character. His name's Joe, and he's like a new kid in, in town, probably around middle school age and stuff like that. And he's a new kid, and he's making these new friends, but he realizes the neighborhood is actually like it's during the summer is just epic water balloon fights and it's all about territory and like teams and stuff like that and you know it's like just like summer fun but like you also learn about like you know just like you know growing up and being like a, a you know a, you know a tw before tween <laughs> before tween kind of you know person and stuff so uh yeah and, and all my books usually takes place in some kind of like area around here and stuff captain's kind of more sci-fi so it might be in space and stuff but um you'll see i got surprises in that one too how do you have time to even talk to us i don't know i don't know you're wasting time i need to be working on a book right now. <laughs> every time you can't see his hands he's probably drawing something yeah. while he's yes. to us. the jet the force is strong with this one <laughs> obviously yes questions hit me with some questions guys all right, Danny, can I get a little guest mix? Go, 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 guest mix. All right. Well, yeah. So this is our this is our gauntlet. Uh, don't uh, don't be too stressed out about it. People get really stressed out about it, and then they're what? like, I don't know, and they want to. Oh, like, come on, yeah. this is so, fun. Because yeah, yeah. guess what? You know, I tell people like when you ask me questions or, or stuff like, yeah, this is what what it is today. 
you know, yeah, <laughs> like it's yeah, probably going to yeah. be different tomorrow yeah. it's or always an evolving. hour from now or something. It's always yes. evolving. Let's do this. Um, and since uh, since you're a nerd, I want to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just add a couple that aren't that oh, you didn't consent, but they're not. Surprising. They're not crazy. Yes. Um, oh, go for it, man. So the first one uh, is who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? Raphael. Oh, get yeah. out of here! Canceled Raphael. podcast. Come on. Raphael. Donatello's Raphael. where it's at, and you know it. Uh, you know what? Second is Donatello. Second okay. Donatello. Okay. You won me back. How's no one like Mike, Michelangelo? Oh no! Oh, Everybody loves Michelangelo. <laughs> Danny, stop <laughs> it! Come on! He's got nunchucks. All right. It's a, it was a wrap, but like he's a party was, dude. Yeah. When yeah. I saw like real to- uh, Raphael, just like um was just I, I think I just related to him because like he always was beefing with his older brother Leonardo. Yeah. And I was always beefing with my brother Timo when we were growing up. Like it, we didn't become like friends until like after like in college until college. Like me and Timo did we were like eh, whatever. He's like my weird little brother who you know draws and stuff and listens to soundtracks and not albums I'm like, whatever man it's all i can afford right now you know like but no uh but no uh you know i you know i think i just related to the uh the relationship between raf and leo a lot and Raphael, like he introduced the sigh into my life i'm like what the hell is this weapon like it's got three pongs and it looks like it's flipping me off and everything i was just like what is this weapon and but no and he's just like and he was like one of the turtles to swear and i always like swearing like i have a i'm a sailor i mean i've been you know letting it fly in this podcast a little bit but like you can say whatever the fuck you want on here it's fine yeah oh great great because like (laughs) hey if you're but if you're like in a part like i always know when to like turn it on and turn it off but like hey if you're hanging with me i'm letting it fly i'm just like man you mother what the lions pop the pistons ah, all my teams suck you know i'm just like i'm always just like letting it fly so Raphael for and i always thought they did a great job in that first movie uh like back oh, in the 80s that, and stuff. no no question that's the best my favorite one. movie <laughs> yes yeah yes the 1990 ninja turtles movie is like by far the best one Picard okay so I, what's that picard or kirk kirk oh Hey, no, no, Picard, <laughs> no. Hey, Picard is awesome. He's amazing. He's amazing. But Captain Kirk, I'm chilling all day with Captain Kirk. We're going <laughs> boldly where no one has gone before. You know, like we're like in all aspects. Kirk just like he knew he knew when to like have fun. You know, he just knew when to have fun. You know, Kirk, I always <laughs> thought knew knew when to have fun and knew when to be like, uh, no, nah, motherfuckers, we ain't, uh, uh-uh, uh, uh-uh, this is my ship. You know, that like was, Kirk, uh. that was Riker's role in Next Gen. So <laughs> right, right, fun. no, exactly, no, exactly, he, no, exactly. He was the one. You know, he was just like, <laughs> oh, man. He, he was the guy who was trying to like, you know, split it just so. Per- you know Picard and hey you know what upper management we need those kinds of guys we need Picard you know that's how I look at Star Trek it's just management you know it really is, it is. And, uh, yeah and Picard like hey yes I want him like yes he will run this ship but guess what we're going out for beers at this like eighth moon over here by uh you know near the Klingons and stuff like that with Kirk you know and then we're probably going to get into a bar fight with some Klingons with Kirk you know and it's just Air. like you know it's just like I don't know he's it's Kirk man <laughs> all right Josh sorry a, no it's all right no that's I mean that's I, I wasn't gonna I wasn't initially 
uh, plan on asking that, but you did, you did hit us with one of those earlier. So, um, you know, I, I guess I sh- should have planned on that. Um, <laughs> hey, don't go sleeping on Cisco either, man. He's the other cool bald guy, bald captain in the uh, Star Trek world. <laughs> Next, yeah, deep space. I've never watched a Deep Space episode or Voyager. Yeah. I need yeah. to. Yeah, first half of uh, Deep Space is boring as hell. I'm just going okay. to straight up tell you. It's going to be boring. But then if you endure the boringness, the ending will it, – it starts picking up, and you're just like, oh, this is the shit. This is cool. This is cool. <laughs> but, yeah, that first half of Deep Space is boring. But, hey, get through it. You can get through it. <laughs> if people can watch Tiger King, they can watch you know, the first half of Deep Space. <laughs> fair um i i just want to i need to backtrack a little bit just i want to tell you that uh i i take back my shit talk after you said Raphael because i like your reasons because most of the time people are like Raphael, he's the badass one and then that's like that's <laughs> yeah. that's all they got and I'm yeah like, uh, but he's also got. the one that gets his ass whooped and then they have to save him every yeah time. yeah yeah he he, he, he takes a little too raff he takes on Everybody, he's just like, man, I don't need y'all. I'll take all y'all yeah. on. How you guys <laughs> expect to beat like me? That. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, one. Let's see. One more. No, two more. Um, DC or Marvel? I feel like maybe you already kind of Marvel. answered this. Yeah. Marvel. I'm Marvel all day. DC is DC is great too. There's some good stuff. Real talk. If I was ever asked to do a Aquaman comic, I would do it. I would actually do it. I would do it. I, Aquaman. It's. I know. I love it's Aquaman like, so much. Yes. Oh, thank you. Good, Josh. No, I've got your he's my favorite DC character. Yes. Yeah. He's, yeah. yeah it, him and Flash were probably my favorite ones uh, from the DC. I mean, Superman, but everybody loves Superman. He does everything. So. Uh, yeah, he's man. overpowered, you know, and he's a little bit of a Boy Scout too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Oh man, such a Boy Scout. But yeah, I would say um, uh, Aquaman and Flash were my favorite DC characters growing up batman's cool though batman's the shit well everybody likes batman i mean he's just rich no (laughs) yeah no one likes batman everyone likes batman's villains and storylines batman himself is dumb (laughs) just a rich guy who shouldn't be able to win all the fights he wins hey however though i'm glad he's a rich white guy who uses his money for good (laughs) yeah but like too many of those when it comes to the comic books, though, the villains and the way they write the villains is perfect. Like, yeah. I don't think Marvel yeah. writes villains as good as Batman's writers. Uh, you know what? You're right. Uh, yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. There is. Oh, man. But there are some very good villains in the Marvel. Well, yeah, there are. <laughs> Kingpin is probably one of my favorite villains in Marvel side. You see, he's coming back. Oh, is he? Is he? He's coming back for the Hawkeye series. Oh, yeah. Okay. But that's the rumor. Yeah. You and know, Vincent so D'Onofrio. Fun- yeah, it's yeah. a oh, nice. coming back. Oh, nice. he was so good though. He was so good in the Daredevil. So, uh, are they um, rolling those in? Are they rolling the Netflix shows in, or some of it? I don't know. Nobody knows, Josh. Nobody well, knows. They I feel need like... to. I need the Punisher, and I need Daredevil. Dude, I needed me some Luke Cage, man. I, Luke I was Cage. so pissed. I was so pissed. Like they, fi- it was like season two was like great. Like you know, I I know it had mixed reviews, but no, 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 no. Well, it was it, good. It, it was great. It was great. I, I thought it was excellent. The only like, one I didn't like was Iron Fist, and it's just maybe because everything else blew me away by the time Iron Fist came out. And uh, I also didn't love love the actor that played Danny. And oh, I liked him. I actually liked him. Yeah. The thing is, I think people had their 
they're high, they had a high expectation for Iron Everything Iron else was Fist. so good that they Because that if one. you go back, yes, Josh, yes, you you feel me. But the thing is, go back and read some Iron Fist. That shit was kind of lame. <laughs> or at least a little <laughs> weak and it just needed something. And it's just like, hey, you know what? He did a good job, you know? And, and you know, if we're comparing like, you know, comics and uh, or I'm, I'm sorry, the, the shows in comparison to the comics and stuff like that, you know, all these things are doing great, you know? Like, uh, you know, I think we we as, uh, you know, as we get older and stuff too and we see all this stuff, because hey, we all remember like the first like Spider-Man like movie in comparison <laughs> to the last Spider-Man movie or, or the first X-Men movie and stuff it was just like you know we were like so geek like i don't even care i'm just glad i'm going to the movies to go see like you know spider-man you know or whatever and it's just like it's icing on the cake when it's actually good you know and then like i think we just like you know now we're just comparing like movie after movie and stuff and it's just like hey don't forget man like this stuff is like you know mind-blowing like if you showed me like like uh if you had showed me like uh you know any of the like you know end game or something like when i was like in middle school or high school i would just be like my head would explode (laughs) yeah like imagine showing avatar to somebody from the 60s you know (laughs) they're just like whoa whoa, they (laughs) they really need to bring back punisher because i feel like the punisher logo is being taken for the wrong reasons right now so you need to show oh, that's, Punisher that's was never really about. Yeah, but yeah. they, <laughs> they, 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 the, they the right it. cherry picks anyway. It wouldn't matter. You could <laughs> you could make Punisher a black guy and they'd still be like, oh, you know, blue lives. <laughs> Completely <laughs> throwing point. it off. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. No, no, yeah, the logo is like on everything. <laughs> it's the new rebel flag. I mean, it, yeah, it, it, yeah. Not, well, not the Punisher logo so much, but the the. The blue lives matter. I'm just no, dude. I, 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 hate right see, I hate seeing like a like like a footage of a manga rally and they're wearing like Captain America gear. I'm like, oh no, come on, man. <laughs> no. You already took Punisher. Don't take yeah or Punisher. Yeah. Like, I on. hate the the sticker you see around. That's the Punisher skull, but one of the teeth is blue line. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, oh. that's that's why. I, yeah. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> you know, I just remembered. I you know what I also need from the the Marvel TV shows in the MCU. I need Claire Temple in the MCU just because I love Rosario Dawson. Oh, dude, she is so good. Like, I did not expect her to have such a like impactful role in the whole Marvel universe. I love that she was in every show except Punisher, which I was like, you couldn't have her come like do a cameo and take a bullet out or something. Like, come on. And just, holding it down in yeah. every single show. It wasn't like, oh, she's just here for like a couple scenes real quick and she's out. She's like, no, I'm like, uh, I got to get your ass like bandaged up and we got to go through like a building of ninjas and shit. And, like, <laughs> you know, and then, oh, I got to do the same thing over at Jessica Jones and stuff like that. And which was she was the anchor for all of these super people. It was yeah. Fun. Oh, my gosh. And it's like, but you know what? It was very important, too, because I think that also gives you the human side of things too and i think they were that was very good and strategic i'm glad she was like incorporated as much stuff as she was in and very good in iron fist i know that the one wasn't the most popular one but just the other three were so good (laughs) yeah like the storyline for all of the other three all seasons was amazing and the choreograph especially for the daredevil the choreographic fighting scenes were just insane but yeah and it doesn't help that the main character had your name, Danny. So. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! You, you no. guys can't see, but I have—I actually have Rosario right here. Yeah. <laughs> what up? 
Bobby. Rosario's <laughs> <laughs> great. Do we have any music questions yet? Are we still got? One? I mean, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there I'm in no rush. Hey. Whatever. This is a double episode. No, I'm just <laughs> we're not. We're not quite to that level yet. I was gonna. I. I gotta ask. I got. I got one more. Either or. Yes. And then. I'll, and then we'll go to the, the guest mix. Danny's Please like. Do. I got. Danny's probably like waiting to eat. He's probably got like. No, I got nothing. <laughs> Honestly. So today I had the day off. And speaking of the Marvel universe, uh-huh. I'm. Ca- I'm catching up. I finally finished Winter Soldier and. Falcon Ooh, today. That, well, Winter Soldier, pretty pretty darn good. Yeah, like the so Falcon good. Winter Soldier was so a great good. show. I finally finished it, and I'm halfway through Loki right now. Oh, how was Loki? I have not so seen far that. great, but I've only okay. seen three episodes, so oh, I'm not okay. in a rush though. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm not good. in a rush either. It's like good. I'm so behind. Like uh, from from usually normal times, I've probably seen all these shows, but like I'm I'm like I've been running behind. I think the last like uh, six months, but it's a good thing because I've just been working on music, working on these comics and stuff like that. And I'm like, you know what? We're in a day and age. I can see that shit anytime. <laughs> you know, really? Yeah. Something no one's talking about. Thing. Have you guys seen Murdoch yet? No. Oh, is that the, the cartoon with the... It's animated. Yeah. It's on yeah. Hulu, not Disney+. Plus, and it's... Uh, what's his name? Oh, my God. The one that does the filibuster during Parks and Rec like talks forever. I don't oh, know, like, Pen Oswald. Oh, Pen Oswald plays the voice yeah. and it's hilarious. It's a oh, funny Marvel show. Pen Oswald is dope. He is great. He's good. Yeah. All He's right, like go a nerdcore comic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. La- the last either or is uh Jedi or Sith. Oh, Jedi. I'm a he's, good guy. He's the nicest guy. guy I know. I'm a he's good guy. I'm a good guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah, but he, yeah. you know, he, and they got he, fun color sabers, man. Like, if it was me, if I was a Jedi Knight, I would have like the spectrum of the rainbow. Like, hmm, yeah. let's see. <laughs> what am I gonna use? I'm gonna use the purple one or the blue one. You know, whatever. I got. Like, that's what I would be like. You know. So you have that uh, many dilithium crystals? <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoarding them, man. <laughs> or kyber I'm, crystals, Danny. Come on. Whoa. I'm growing, I'm growing whoa. in the back. No. <laughs> <laughs> the state of michigan says you can only grow 12 of those crystals <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get into the music yeah. all right first question what's your favorite love song Ooh, my favorite love song um i would die for you by uh prince nice all right let's flip the coin what's your go-to angry song Oh yeah! Oh man, I should here. Actually, I'm gonna. I actually did the questions ahead of time, so I would. That's know what a we, we bit. sent you. <laughs> and, uh, yes, thank you. Here, let me uh, find this real quick. I'm so professional. Oh my gosh. Uh, let's see here. There it is. Hey, it wasn't that bad. Okay. All right. Yeah. My uh, my go-to angry song. I knew it was this one. I should have just said it. <laughs> uh, it would have to be uh, "Fuck the Police" by N.W.A. Of course. Of, of course of course come on guys <laughs> we all love it come on everybody i know you guys <laughs> listening in we all want to say fuck the police <laughs> all together now come on in, yeah. in this in the same vein when i did this list mine was uh natural born killers so Ooh. Nice Drake, yeah. can i can i kill her i'm a natural born killer oh that's such a good one that's a good one too all right. What is the song that has influenced you the most? Uh, influenced me the most? It would probably have to be um, uh, Cool Keith, Living Astro, <clears throat> or and 
um, too short in the trunk. Uh, that one probably influenced my style the most a little bit. Yeah, because I like I love both of those guys. Those those are probably my th- those two, including Prince, uh, are probably like my favorite like you know artists. Like I'm always listening to their music. Uh, you know, you could probably throw um, uh, Tribe and Doom in there as well too. So um, yeah, so but yeah, I would say um, Live in Astro by Cool Keith and uh, In the Trunk by Too Short. Sweet. Too short, man. Too short. It's been a bit. It's been a minute since I've listened to some too short. Oh my gosh! I'll even give you a top five too short albums if you want them, uh, Josh. If that'll help you get Let, back. Let's in the do mix. that for. Let's do that for uh, the the part two of this. Cool, cool. Sounds good. <laughs> I'm, I'm not ready to get into a conversation yeah. about too short. Uh, okay, what's your current favorite song? Um, uh, Doomsday by MF Doom off of operation doomsday um probably one of my favorite albums ever <laughs> ever <laughs> that's it no that, that like in real talk r.i.p to uh, mf doom it was just such a like a, a blow like when i found out that uh mf doom passed away i mean we all were we were like what he's been dead since halloween and it was just like it, it kind of like came as a complete shock but like but that was doom though you know it was so funny it's just like you almost like uh you know that that was just him because he he was just one of those um, artists that had um, you know had pain that happened in his life and stuff like that and it really like led him into seclusion before he like reemerged as MF Doom because we all, uh, for the hip hop heads or music heads out there he was in a KMD uh, rap group uh, in the like uh, early nineties and uh, late eighties early nineties and stuff like that and. Um, Anyway, like you know, in and, and like his partner, his like brother had passed away and stuff, and it just like crushed him, you know. And like I couldn't imagine like losing like a sibling and stuff like that, like you know, so young, and plus y'all having rap success and stuff like that. It's uh, it's just sad. But uh, but then he emerged like years later with uh, Operation Doomsday, you know, and and wearing a mask, like you had you hadn't seen him, you hadn't seen him. He was in seclusion and stuff, and like he just emerged as like this independent like juggernaut you know <laughs> but he's mf doom inspired by comics you know like uh by dr doom you know he's just like i'm coming in like a villain like to the industry and he did and he killed it like operation doomsday and like um you know mad villain to uh you know monster island czar and like uh, uh, uh take me to your leader uh king uh, uh um king ghidra album and stuff like that, that is just like hip-hop like 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 just like candy (laughs) it's just like such candy and like he just spat with so much uh passion for the craft of rapping you know like yeah he you know he he would say some like bugged out stuff but like man if you just like sit there and just listen to what he's saying you're just like damn (laughs) he's rapping his ass off and like but uh doomsday is just like probably one of like just like the heartfelt ones i can just like just picture every i can just close my eyes and picture what he's saying in in that song and everything so i have to check that out i only know the album mm, food oh that's like, still a good one too that's a no good it's one a great too. i've never listened to anything else by him oh. i feel terrible i know <laughs> I'm, i need to get into it but i'll check that song out next start um, with op- start with operation doomsday just listen from the beginning to end just like chill the fuck out and just uh listen to that album i got that on cd vinyl i wish i had it on tape i'll probably look for it one day on tape <laughs> you know i've had this like 
reoccurring thing now where I'm getting into certain rap albums by just like it's like one o'clock in the morning and asleep. I get high and I'm playing Magic the Gathering on the yeah. computer. And like Josh always told me to listen to Run the Jewels and I didn't. And finally oh, I did. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm in love with Run the Jewels now. And then like I finally said, always down, say Run the Jewel. And I said, it's plural, Danny. Jewels. <laughs> I finally sat down and listened to Wu Tang. And like I, I knew Wu Tang, I knew the like couple hits, but like but I you didn't know Wu Tang. Yeah, no, no, I listened I, to the whole like yeah, Thirty Six Chambers album or whatever, and I was like, this is fucking good. I mean, yes, and no, and so MF Two so, my next list. <laughs> yes, good, and and Danny, I'm so glad you brought up Wu Tang because and hey, we're getting you know I'm getting nerdy here and stuff like that, but like Wu Tang was like the real first like uh, uh, rap superhero crew, like yeah. straight up, like like no one. Eight members in a group. Okay, that that's like your. It's like the first mistake is having eight members in your crew. <laughs> uh, but all eight of them were amazing MCs, just like yep. straight up amazing MCs that could like hold their own. And if by because everybody looked at them, was like, man, by yourselves, you know, y'all look like some projects and stuff. But it's just like, no, we're going in as a group. Because they knew they were just like nobody's ever done this, you know, and stuff. And plus, that's what's so unique, you know. We we think about like X Men and Avengers and uh, you know Justice League and stuff. Different personalities, you know. It's fun to put all those personalities together to you know save the day, you know. Or even you know, hey, there were even superhero uh, or super um, villains, you know, super villain crews and stuff like that. From like Doctor Sinister to Magneto's crew and everything like that, you know. They had like you know different personalities, but man, like Wu Tang Clan, each each member had their role to play, you know, even similar to like a basketball team, you know, but like, you know, they all like each, like, you know, just brought something completely different to the table and stuff like that. And that's why there's, and and still doing it, which I'm very, very surprised, but that's just because they all grew up with each other. And it's just like, man, we're pretty much family and stuff, no matter how angry we get at each other and stuff like that. And they just know that they'll always be there for each other and stuff, which I'm glad Uh, if you haven't checked it out, uh, of Mike's and Men. It's a documentary on the Wu Tang Clan. It's like uh, four parts. It's on like uh, Amazon Prime or something like that. But I caught I caught it one like during quarantine one one like late night. I think Rachel's doing an overnight or something, and I was just like, "What's this?" And I was just like, "Oh shit, this is actually like." A, do- a real documentary on like the Wu-Tang Clan and stuff like that. And it really talked to each members and how they grew up and like the music and stuff like that. But like, you know, like, you know, 36 Chambers was like that, that like that had to happen for all of them to really ha- branch off and really have true success. And it changed the, the, uh, the, the rap industry like forever too. Like, Hey, we can negotiate contracts too. You know, it was just like, you know, and plus like, I mean, the music industry is just, pimps like musicians anyway <laughs> like yeah. for all, all types of genres like the stories are exactly the same from rap to r&b to you know to motown the funk to all that this is like they all came across with a, a label that was just squeezing like squeezing them and not paying them their worth in which they were not <laughs> you know like uh real talk again prince my guy he he was the guy who really like stood up to the industry it was just like no this i'm a fucking prince you know and, <laughs> and real talk he was right i mean he was his fucking comp- prince <laughs> his competition was was uh was michael jackson and madonna you know what i mean his, his those were his like his competition and real talk like uh, you know yes michael jackson is michael jackson and madonna's madonna but like 
like clearly he is a better musician. <laughs> There's <laughs> you no know? one like Prince. No one like Prince. There's no one like Prince who can just like create you know something from nothing um whereas like you know mike and madonna they are great in their own ways don't get me wrong please don't get twisted that i'm saying that they're whack or anything they're not they're both amazing and stuff but like you know they 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 work with other writers they work with other you know things not that prince doesn't but he can just like be by himself and i'll just i'll just create like uh controversy today i'll just uh create (laughs) you see this this funny symbol on a piece of paper that's my name now here's like a million albums about it you know it's like (laughs) okay you know so yeah i want to make this next statement but first i want to apologize to wu-tang fans and wu-tang themselves for my history with it growing up i grew up in a very small hillbilly town to be honest Mm -hmm. and my introduction to wu-tang was the few white kids that listened to only ICP and had Wu Tang shirts, well. and I was like, I am not going to listen I knew to Wu Tang. Well, like I put them in a box, you know what I mean? And then yeah, you see the yeah. shirts on everyone. It's like, is this Nirvana? Is this Joy Division? Do these people actually listen to these bands, or they just wear the shirt not to gatekeep here? <laughs> like, wear whatever shirt you want, listen to whatever you want. But like, I kind of put them in a box, and I knew mm-hmm. one or two Wu Tang songs, and I knew they were bad, but for some reason, I was like. They're just blown out of proportion. No, that album is fucking sick. Yeah. Like, I was a fool for never giving it the chance. Like, Josh owned it on vinyl when we lived together, I'm pretty sure. And I never, never listened to it. Yeah. No. And and hey, you know, and hey, I'll be honest. Like, I was kind of a little late to the uh, Wu Tang uh, party, too. Cause, like, I actually, I picked up a, I almost bought a tape, I almost bought a Wu Tang Clan tape with my allowance one time. Uh, and like, uh, I think a classmate uh, ran into me at the, uh, the, at the, at the, at the record store or something. It was like at Briarwood mall or something like that. And, uh, he was just like, what's that you got there? I was just like, Wu-Tang Clan. He was just like, Wu-Tang Clan. He was like, <laughs> what the hell is that? You know, like, but, but it's because, you know, he, you know, it didn't reach us that like that quickly. You know, like I think I I discovered it from like my cousin uh, who watched the box like all, all the time and stuff. And for those who don't know, the box is just like a local MTV or whatever where you can like actually call in and like uh, you know request music videos to be played, and you just got to call the number. And it was the shit. It was can awesome. we bring that back? Can we host I mean, it? Right, you, right, yeah. Like, remember when? Mi- yeah, remember when uh, MTV played videos? <laughs> I like to use more. Yeah. <laughs> All right, get, get back to there. it. Yes, we gotta get back to this. Well, I, I, I have to say that uh, I was able to see Wu Tang Clan with all the members oh. and oh. ODB's and ODB's son doing his parts do thirty six chambers in its entirety at Riot Fest in oh. twenty nineteen, oh. and uh, it was nice. wild. Like, Not, oh experience. yeah, that's my that's on my all of list. them. I would like, love this. all of them. I've seen uh I've seen Raekwon in concert. I've seen Raekwon in concert. <laughs> oh, Raekwon is probably uh, one of my favorite Wu members and stuff. He's just like he's the poet of the group. He's the poet for real. So, uh, uh, but yeah, no. Oh man, I, that's I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm lucky. I've seen uh, I've seen Prince live. I've seen uh, Beastie Boys Ooh, live. Really? 
Yeah, I saw Prince at the uh, at the uh, Palace, man. I saw him at the Palace after the Pistons won their championship. Uh, going Ooh. back to work, Pistons. Uh, it was so electrifying and great. And uh, Prince was dope. He was just like, man, he looked like good. He just looked like a beautiful angel. <laughs> just playing. <laughs> he played all the jams. He played like every. I no complaints at that concert at all. So was it Ice Cube and MC Ren? We saw at Riot Fest that one year. Oh, no! Cube. We- or was no, it? we saw we saw Ice Cube do all of his solo hits with Dub C as his as his Ooh. onstage hype guy, and so they did all of the all of the yeah. fucking uh, West Side West Coast connections. West Side yeah. Yeah. and then he brought out Ren Yella, his son and his son, and did all of the NWA hits, and that was right yeah. when he brought out his son because they were promoting the movie because it was like 2015, 2016, something like that. So yeah. It was oh, oh that yeah that was and That's, I remember Tab my fiance she was like we're missing no doubt and I was like nah I don't know if I'll ever have another chance to <laughs> see <laughs> Ice Cube we're oh, yeah. going to see Ice Cube and yeah. Ice Cube at a festival so you know he's just playing all the hits you know he's yeah. not playing yeah. new stuff so oh gosh oh man but hey real talk to no doubt's dope I love no doubt. no I love <laughs> no doubt but I wasn't missing him for Ice Cube you're right I you're right I, good choice good choice Josh yeah. good choice good choice I remember being 13 and listening to Eze and NWA and I shouldn't have been and uh, yeah you know yeah, so I, yeah. it's like I this is something I, this is a bucket list thing for yes, me yes yeah absolutely so. all right next one we got a couple more left yes. uh, what is your all time favorite song Gun to Your Head oh Guns to My Head um it will probably be um Getting It by um uh Too Short. A lot of too short liking. It. I know, I know. <laughs> too short is actually a very important uh, rapper for uh, the influence of Kool Aid Cam. It really is. Like I, it, I just remember one summer. This is when I started doing my own solo music and stuff. I just remember, like, man, you know, and I'm real, like, real talk, like um, the um, uh, I don't know if you ever. Uh, one day, Danny, you'll pick it up. Uh, Rolling in my hoopty is probably my first like project it's i call it uh, it's album number five it's like my first project it's album number five i was Um, wondering about that because they're numbered and i couldn't find anything before five yes no exactly there's nothing out before five because that's that was me that was me learn i'm learning things uh one two three and four are 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 on my computer but it's just like it's i'm learning how to um produce and make beats and stuff like that like i got out of college and like really like at eastern and stuff and i was just like you know i wanted to learn and i got a computer i like i got my mac you know and it was just like oh and i had like garage band and i was just like oh it's a rap like you know my buddy my, my buddy loaf he was just like man you can like make your own album if you wanted to i was like you're right yeah, like, you know, I, it really like dawned on me. It was just like, you know, and so then I knew, like, I knew right then. I was like, I don't have to wait for anybody. I can just create my own music. And and I and I imagined like that's how it was with those early folks of like hip hop too, when they were getting turntables together, when they were like sampling and stuff like that. It's like all I need is this mixer and this thing and a microphone, and I'm good. I can make some some music you know and like that's exactly how i felt when i got like my laptop you know and i was just like oh my gosh i'm gonna figure out how to put a microphone on there and uh if i'm not gonna use the microphone i would just use the mic that's on the laptop and stuff like that so uh you know it was just like albums one through four was just like experimenting and stuff one day i think i will release them and stuff just because i think it'd be hilarious (laughs) fun you're about my age did you ever use an eight track recorder 
Um, Ghostbusters did. Yep. Okay. <laughs> we should. We used the four track. Oh yeah, four, those were terrible. But I remember <laughs> having them. Three MCs on a four track. So one track for the beats, and then the yep. three MCs. Yep. <laughs> we we were so like just DIY that my first punk band, we just put a microphone in the middle of the room, and then we all played our instruments in a circle around. Oh, it. No, it bad. sounded terrible. <laughs> but it was fun yeah no hey and guess what that's how you just learn man you know it's like yeah i could go to like i can go to uh you know music school take music classes <laughs> at the college and learn production but man let's just see what happens when we put a mic yeah and and uh in real talk like uh, again you know going back to like too short he um he hey he used to do that he used to have a microphone and a tape deck, and he would just find a way to make his own real tapes. He would make yeah. his own tapes. He would buy like uh, I think he's interviews with him. He would buy like a uh, a pack of like uh, uh, five tapes for like two dollars or something like that. But then he would flip them around and sell them from like for like uh, five five a piece, you know. So it's like paying for itself. And and like I just like respected the hell out of that. And I was just like, oh my gosh, that just like sounds like something I would do, you know. Like just find a way, man. You just got to find a way to make that music and stuff. So. That's one through four. So, but uh, <laughs> but rolling in my hoopty like that one number five was just like, uh, hey, that's that that was my first project. I was just like, hey, this actually sounds good. <laughs> Does it sound like crap? You know, and and that like I I think got the ball rolling for like you know the next projects I did to come from like uh, you know uh, Wonderful World and uh, uh, you know Golden Mike and stuff like that. Golden Mike that one was uh, um, uh, that one was a something totally different from what I, you know, would usually do because like I wanted to incorporate youth, young people in it. And that's my uh, album that like, you know, is more like family friendly and stuff like that. But, you know, I, but I, it, it was just an idea, you know, the golden mic that, you know, I, I say, and I've even drawn a comic of it too, uh, legend of the golden mic comic book on uh campcomics.com. Uh, but no, uh, but no, uh, uh, Golden Mike, that was my idea. I was just like, man, I'm getting older and I always wanted to have like young fans too, you know, not just from my comics, but from my music too. And I'm like, dang, I just remember being a kid when I went to my first concert and stuff. I was in high school. I went to a, uh, no, no, I was in middle school. My mom took me, I saw Salt and Pepper as my first concert. I saw them at the uh, Cincinnati Jazz Festival. I saw them and like, R. Kelly and Joe to see. It was like they that was the young, young, young folks uh stuff to see. And uh and but no, I just remember being a kid. I was like, this is awesome. I'm seeing this music like in front of me and it's great. And I and I imagine that's how everybody is when they go to their first concert and stuff. And I just knew like um, you know, as I was getting older and stuff, I was like, you know what? Yeah, you know, it's just so much, you know, you know, you know, you can you know, I just want to bring more more people in. You know, I want to bridge that gap between, uh, you know, people like in my age group and you know, people in their twenties and stuff. It's just like, man, young people like music. Older people like music too. You know, even I'm I'm glad my mom likes my music. You know, <laughs> like uh, you know, some of it she doesn't like, like the Ghostbusters stuff. She doesn't like. <laughs> but no, it's fine. Mom's not supposed to like all every single thing, but like, um, but no, uh, you know, I I think Golden Mike was just that one project that I wanted. It's, well, it just started like I'm always going to make music for both sides. You know, I'm an adult. I can swear on albums if I want to. And hey, I can not swear on albums if I want to, but also still bring some kind of message and still tell some stories, man. So. 
All right, Josh. <laughs> long, <laughs> sorry, I get long winded. No, 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 no. You're good. Sometimes, so. Um, what is your go-to karaoke song? Uh oh, that would be Brick House, Lionel Richie. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Boom. Oh, so good. And I saw Lionel Richie live. He's amazing. Still. Damn. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. Uh, what song makes you want to get up and dance? Oh, the- <laughs> this would have to be uh, you got. Hey, hey, uh, Kylie Minogue can't get you out of my head. So good. When that beat comes on, I'm let's go. Like grab Rachel's hand or somebody's <laughs> hand. I'm like, let's go. What's, what's this shit? <laughs> no, I, I'm a, I'm actually I went through. A, I, I love pop music. I love some pop music. You know, we do like too. this yeah. this year. Yeah, this year. I mean, these days, not so much. I, I, like somebody, some people won some Grammys this year. I was like, who the hell are they? I think that just tells <laughs> you my age and stuff. But uh, but yeah. hey, more power to them. Get get them awards. Get them get that exposure. Get that money, man. Whatever. But uh, yeah, Kylie Minogue uh, can't get you out of my head. It's a great dance song. My thing at the when we did the Grammys episode, it, I had it took me longer than it should have to know who was Da Baby and who was Lil Baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, yes, yeah. 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 I hey, I still don't know. <laughs> I, honestly, it sucks because one either. of them is one of them is really good, and the other one I don't like, and then I keep getting confused because like <laughs> I can't remember which one I like, and it's driving me nuts. <laughs> da Baby, because he does. I like Da Baby versus We da also baby. say Da like we don't know how we're supposed to say Da it. Baby. Da Baby, <laughs> Da Baby. You guys said the baby. The baby, you know. <laughs> well, there's two on Spotify. One is Da Baby oh, can join. Really? Yeah. Joined Baby. <laughs> oh, da. No. And then the other one is just Da Space Baby, which is not <laughs> someone famous. <laughs> ah. Yes, yes, yes. All right, two more. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the most unexpected song on your playlist? And I have a little spiel about this. So this oh, is, this, yeah, this is the uh, the stand-in for guilty pleasure. Some people would say guilty pleasure, but we don't say guilty pleasure on beside ourselves because you can listen to whatever the fuck you want to listen to. Yeah, you don't need yeah. to feel guilty. Yeah, exactly. I don't have any guilt. But uh, to the to answer this one, I will have to say Gloria Gaynor. I will survive such a just a great song it's just a great song and hey got me through some great breakups man (laughs) and just listen to yeah man i just hey i love music too man i just love to listen to all types of different stuff but man that song that that record is just man she went through some shit (laughs) really really All right, last one. Uh, what is your perfect concert lineup? This is three to oh, five yeah, musicians, bands, artists, living or dead, <laughs> any era. I I enjoyed this question so much, and I cannot wait to tell you guys my answer. I said, <clears throat> okay, in this <laughs> in this order, <laughs> I had um, Salt and Pepper uh, number one, and then um, I've seen them in concert. Great. Oh my gosh, still probably like the best like woman rap group ever. Um, Outcast number two. Uh, then uh, let's see. Then I had uh, oh yeah, MF Doom. Uh, cool Keith sitting at four and five. Right. Prince. Oh, yeah, I'm coming to this show too. Hope that's okay. I, I got I got something for you guys. 
hosted by Snoop Dogg. Ooh, right. I like that. <laughs> Snoop Dogg now or Snoop Dogg back? Now, back now. Snoop is the, the shit. You know he had an album. Snoop is, now. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Have you listened to his last album? From the streets to the sweets. It, a lot of so, it was good. A lot of it I didn't good. love. But a lot oh, of it, okay. right. there was some songs that were amazing on it. So. <laughs> uh, no, I you know, real talk. Snoop Dogg, too. And I'll say this. I mean, I love all those people I just listed on there. But Snoop Dogg is also a big influence on the Kool-Aid Cam. Because, uh, uh, man, he was just like, when he came out, oh, it's like amazing. Like, it was just like, who is this? The coolest motherfucker just walked into the room. <laughs> and just like, he just like passed like Dre, like the fattest blunt and was just like let's go baby let's do this you know like he knew what he wanted to do and i think i just love that about snoop and i know he takes some like really interesting turns like he's done a reggae album he's done like songs with willie nelson and stuff like that but like what other rappers really do that not that many you know and it's just like that just tells you he's trying to stretch like the uh you know he still stays snoop man he still stays snoop and he's like his flow is still dope um, I think when we were in quarantine last year, one of my, my highlights, I think, of the year was when uh, he did that versus with um, uh, DMX and RIP DMX, man, because that's like that. He was a big part of my high school soundtrack, really. But uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, but Snoop Dogg, I remember watching that, like watching that online. And I was just like, Snoop, he's got his gray dreads and shit. And like he's still smoking and high as hell. He, if you pay attention to that, you can go back and watch this on YouTube. Pay attention. He hits every freaking rhyme to every freaking Snoop jam. And we all know Snoop has so many dope songs, you know, and it's like to still do it at that at his level and his his age and stuff like that. Like you can just tell that guy just loves rapping. He loves rapping. And and like I would still I'm still like mad. I, I, I didn't get a chance to see him a, a couple years ago. He was in town. And uh, but I still I, I, hey, I'm still going to, you know, when things get a little more open, I think I'm going to go check out Snoop Dogg man he's the shit and like his old stuff his stuff in the middle like it, it's like he'll put out a great album every two albums now at this yeah point, he know? had one the one major questionable thing that he did was that first no limit album that the was first like, one yeah the first one was kind of weird it had like the gaudy cover and it yes, was straight, yes but they all was, had go, but no limit well, no, but I, I didn't like no limit <laughs> so i was like what is yeah. this and it had the 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 i don't like the like the the, the sprinkler beat <laughs> like I, I had yeah. all of that and i was like oh i don't i don't know about oh all this, man but... but oh josh i'll, I'll uh, one day i will uh, recommend some like good no limit stuff that i think you might like l- listen to now and you might be like okay this isn't actually as bad as i thought but no no you're right that first like snoop album on the on no limit was kind of weird because i think he was just like he you know, and I read some interviews and stuff too with him, like back when I read like hip hop magazines and stuff like that. But like he, like um, you know, he I think he was just like, hey, he just left death row, and he yeah. was like the last one to leave death row. You know, he was kind of like that artist in limbo, and he didn't really know. You know, he was kind of like looking like you know, he's just like, okay, I'm a big star, but what do I do now? Like my whole crew has just disbanded and stuff like that. And I think it took him going with no limit to learn from like master P like business and how to like, you know, know his worth and stuff like that. But like, I I think he, he needed to do that album, which was kind of odd and weird, but like the one that followed up top dog on no limit 
was like yeah no that's much just better like, yeah much better snoop album and stuff like that but snoop i would love it if he did if he just hosted that concert and uh you know sprinkle in some snoop songs throughout the show throughout the night <laughs> hey if you go yeah. see snoop i would love to go with you i would love okay to i'll let you know man yeah we'll get a date going yeah josh you come too buddy <laughs> All right, this is the portion of the show where you plug yourself. Like, yep. give us a real plug. I know you've been kind of plugging your jams all, but like, give where us the full plug. Find all the stuff. Like, okay. where can we find you? All right, you can find me at camcomics.com. Cam with a K, comics with a K. Um, no, you will see that's me. Really, that website is all things cam. You know, like, uh, you know, I got all my books from, um, you know, I got I got a comic called Samurai Granny. I got Captive. I have a, uh, you know, I got I got all types of stuff. People know me for a series I did, uh, um, like, when I got out of uh, college, uh, uh, Michigan motherfuckers, each and every body out there. If you love comics, if you love weird shit, Michigan motherfuckers. Yes, I said it. It's called a comic book. That's called Michigan motherfuckers. I got four issues of that. It's on my website. Just go to the store. You'll see everything from all my albums, all my albums. I press up myself at home. I, uh, you know, uh, made in America. Made in America. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, and I wanted to do that cause Hey, I'm the store, you know, I just like, just holler at me, man. Like, and, uh, you know, you'll see all my, uh, creations from comics to music. Uh, but also I do, uh, I do teach classes now. I, I've been doing uh, virtual classes while we're in a uh, quarantine. So if you have a young homie or a young daughter or, or son or, or whoever, you know, just like, you know, if you're into comics, if you love cartoons and stuff like that, holla at me, man. Like, you know, like if anything, COVID opened up this, uh, you know, doing teaching, you know, I've always done like comic book workshops. Like I've either gone to my local library or a library. I used to do some stuff in Farmington Hills in Michigan. And, um, you know, I used to even like travel to schools, like uh, doing like crafting stuff and everything, but, you know, but like for cam comics and stuff like that, it's just like, like, I just was like, man, I'm a comic book nerd that grew up in Ann Arbor, and I know there's more comic uh, young nerds out there and stuff like that. And, hey, I wish I had a class when I was a kid, you know, and uh, and that's what I really do. I really just try to make uh, drawing fun. Uh, you know, I always tell my students I got four rules. Uh, uh, you practice, 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 but you got to have fun. You always got to have fun, you know, <laughs> in everything you do. And it's true. It's true with anything. You know, those are my rules. And like and I tell them, hey, you know, I, I'm not going to make you draw like me. I don't want them to draw like me. You know, I want you to draw like you. Like, you know, if Josh or Danny came in, I'd be like, hey, draw as don't worry about anybody else. Don't worry about it. Hey, I'm just going to show you some stuff. You know, I'm going to show you some stuff. We're going to learn how the like basic fundamentals of comic book art from like, you know, we, I, my kids are like, oh, man, every time we start class, we practice drawing our hands and feet and facial expressions and stuff. Because guess what? That's what everybody, all kids, at, at, that's what every artist or every kid asks me, like, man, how do you draw like eyes? You know, how do you draw like, you know, hands? It's like, well, guess what? If you take my class, we're going to be drawing that stuff. And it really is just doing, you know, it's just doing and repetition and, and all that stuff and everything. So, um, but yeah. I got classes that I do like, you know, I, I try to find like little gaps throughout, like, you know, some of the months and stuff like that. And I do like a, you know, sometimes I'll do a five week class or a six week class or something like that. We only meet one, once a week and stuff, but Hey, you know, I'm really like digging in and I'm seeing a lot of dope young artists really like uh, come up in, my, in our area and stuff. And right now, currently I have a student that is in Germany. 
right now attending Ooh. doing a class and they are yes they are amazing they're taking my class like it's like uh, like this current session the summer session is at four is at like four o'clock and and there it's like 11 p.m or, t- or 10 p.m there you know and i'm like thank you you know and they're friends with like one of my other classmates or one of their classmates that are in my class and everything but it's great man you got to get back man you know and uh you know i think some people don't get it misconstrued about like hip-hop and stuff you know you know i know gangster rap really like uh you know like that's always in the front but they just want they want that in the front so you can just kind of judge it and like you know argue and stuff about the content and stuff but like you know real no but real talk like you know hip-hop was always about like you know community you know, and yeah. like, and I really feel like uh, not just rappers, but also musicians as a whole. It's like, hey, we got to bring up the young uh, generation of musicians and stuff like that. You know, I was so happy. Like uh, uh, one of my students, they're like, a, a, you know, a tween or something like that. They knew who Queen was. They knew who Queen was. I was like, thank, thank the Lord. You know, it's just like, I'm glad y'all know what, what's, what some of these like, you know, older bands are that came out before you were born and stuff like that, you know? And I'm glad like some of them know what the Beatles are or, or they know what, you know, some hip hop music and stuff like that. I'm glad they do. And I want to encourage them and I'll, and I'll throw them like, Hey, can you recommend something? Yes, absolutely. You know, help these little homies come up, man. You know, it's just like, you know, I think uh, also too, there's this stupid false, bravado of like um you know if you're a rapper or gangsta you can't like uh you know give back to your community sorry my phone's blowing up <laughs> in the background i'm not even gonna go and address it but um or can i see it anyway i'm gonna let it ring um but no like you know you got to give back to your um your community and people and stuff like that man that's how you just uh that's how you just get better man you gotta pass things along and stuff like that the stories to the music and stuff and you know who it is? It's Beatbox Jake. <laughs> I know it's him calling me too. So, um, but yeah, you know, you just got to do it, man. You got to do it. And I think I just love doing that and stuff like that, giving back and inspiring somebody else. You know, like, hey, I'm not a millionaire or anything like that, but like, you know, I want to help the next artist because, like, there's one thing that they never taught me in art school was to like, you know, how do you treat your art like a new, like a, you know, you got to treat your art like a business. You know, you got to treat your, you got to, you know, put your heart into it. Put your like uh, what you want into it and stuff, and then you know it truly will be like um, y- you'll just appreciate it a lot more and stuff. So um, sorry that again. I'm always about the long winded uh, <laughs> questions. This is a uh, we're talking. I mean, I mean, yeah. we want you to we want you to talk. So that's no fa- and thank you and, and and also it's my own like insecurity sometimes too because <laughs> like I grew up like being very shy. I mean, I'm talking up a storm right now, but man, you couldn't get me to stand up in front of people like in like elementary school and middle school it, it didn't take until like like the middle of high school for me to like come out of my shell a little bit and stuff and then hey i got into music and i got into rap music and then pff, it was a rap i couldn't shut up you know so. <laughs> transformed yeah yeah well we want to thank you for being on we're gonna thank wrap you it up now. Oh, thank you yes we're gonna wrap it up yeah i love it wah, I like it. Everyone check out Kool-Aid Cam. He's Cam on Spotify. Spotify. Yes. Spotify, oh, Bandcamp. 
Um, well, hopefully I can come see one of your shows soon because I've never seen you actually perform live. So yes, I will be performing in September 24th uh, at the Unity Vibration in, uh, in Ipsy, Kambucha Bar. Oh, yeah. We yeah. are coming. Hip-hop yeah, we'll at the Kambucha Bar, man. We, yes. we used to drink that when we were living in Ipsy, so we'll be oh, there. Oh, yes, yes. And hey, I'm actually been open up to the world of Kambucha. I'm like, oh, man, this stuff is oh, like... Oh, it's good. The bourbon peach. Oh, yes. Oh, so Ooh, good but chef's kiss. it's like it's like the most hippiest drink i've ever had man. <laughs> and it's like great i'm like you know what this is dope i like this i like a nice drink i like a nice drink shit <laughs> yeah. awesome. but we'll you guys you invited for sure so come on through and if you miss that one hey i'm gonna invite you to the next one all right for real <laughs> all right it's time for the weekly rewind yeah <laughs> josh what are your rewinds what did you jam uh, this week that new uh, Coheed and Cambria song, Shoulders, is pretty good. It it's uh it feels to me like one of those more popular songs, like The Island, or um, you know, it doesn't feel like it's one of those songs that's like in the middle of one of their epic science fiction story albums. Exactly, it's just like one of the. But that's okay. I like the popular kind of made for. I don't know if you want to say made for radio, but more made for radio than the concept album stuff. I like that stuff too. Um, so yeah, I'm digging it. I'm excited to see what they got going on, especially since we're, you know, going to see them in the fall. So, and uh, I think Joe's trying to go with us to that too. So that'd be fun. Um, and then I also have uh, the, the comeback kid by the midnight and magic magic. It's another one of those uh, synthwave songs, but it's like all strings, just like I was talking about um, like last week or the week before. Um, so it's pretty sweet, especially if you like The Midnight. And then um, then I got that Childish Gambino, Brittany Howard song, Stay High. Oh, so good. So good. Like I, it popped up on my release radar and I was like, oh, I didn't. Even, although I shouldn't be surprised. And you never know when when uh donald glover is gonna drop something i mean i i got like really lucky that i was up in the middle of the night and and i was like i felt so relevant because i was the first person like <laughs> in my in my social circle that saw that like i saw that album that 315 2020 album like stream like yeah. right as he dropped it and i was like how did this how did this happen that i noticed <laughs> this like this never happens to me i need to buy a lottery ticket or something so yeah it's it's real like a uh, soulful song uh and i'm you know he's been talking about how you thought i was hot in 2018 wait till you see what i got coming and i'm just excited for more and more childish gambino Can't i was excited because i was expecting kanye west said his album was coming out and it west. did not come out but then Good. i saw childish gambino i was like oh well i'm, I'm gonna try it because it's being hyped up a lot but i'm over kanye he could put out the best album ever i'm not listening to it whoa did you have a fourth one? I thought you said a fourth one. Uh, no, I, I did listen to one of the songs that you told me about and I, and I do like it, but I'll let you talk about it. All right. I'm going to just go. I'm not going to go through last week because I had like a bunch from last week. Since we didn't podcast My bad. Week, we So everybody, I just want it to be known. And this isn't because Danny has said anything, but I just want it to be known that we didn't do a podcast last week because of me, not because of Danny. The, uh, the yellow card episode that we record, we actually recorded that two weeks ago and um, I didn't get it finished before I went out of town. And so then I didn't, couldn't release it. And then 
Danny also realized that I was like coming back from being out of town and I would probably wouldn't be much help during this interview with Kool-Aid Cam. So he he's like, let's just let you rest. Get that episode from last week up and we'll do the interview <laughs> next week, which was very nice of him. So thank you, Danny. And I'm sorry to all the B-siders, all five or six of you. Um, I'm the best. And, yeah, you are the best. <laughs> no, I was I was like, oh, Danny's so great. I hope that he's not actually mad. And no, he he's not. He's he's so good. So I'm almost yeah. never mad. Um, All right. My list real quick. Soccer Mommy. The song is Rom-Com 2004. It's awesome. Um, the new little Nas X. Jesus Christ, this guy is pumping out jams. I cannot wait for this album. Um, I really, is pumping. Yeah, <laughs> I like the new Lord song, "Stoned in It in at a Nail Salon." Can't talk. Hot Mulligan did a cover of "Bleed American" by Jimmy World, and sounds good. Damn, it is fucking sick. Uh, new Cody anniversary. Happy Happy anniversary, Jimmy World. I know we're gonna do that album soon, you guys. Yeah, so we got a in bunch August. of stuff coming up. Um, new Hawthorne Heights fe- featuring Brendan Murphy. It's Constant Dread. That was, uh, good. Yeah, that was the one I was saying I listened to. The new Linda Lindas. Can't believe it. Like we just heard them, you know, jamming out in a library. Now they have this amazing song called Oh. Like the production on this song is dope. They sound great. They sound like a professional band already. So that's weren't cool. they on uh, uh, Epitaph? Yeah, they're signed to Epitaph. Yeah. Uh, let's see against the current song. Jump is really fun. Uh, there's a dirty head song featuring Travis Barker and the interrupt interrupters. So good rage. That's a good song. Delaire. The liar has a song called Halloween that I jammed and I really loved anytime something's called Halloween. I'm going to click on it to see what it's like. And the song did not disappoint. And then lastly, there's a band honeymoon and their song false idols. I'm really digging. And if you like finding out songs that I like, I'm going to start doing this thing on weekends on our Instagram where I do an Instagram live and I play the new songs from the week that I think are good. I will post about when it happens. You guys should follow and let me know songs that you think I should be playing. Talk yeah, and to if me. I, I was to say, if I know when it's happening, I can I can uh, hop on and yeah. uh, like I did today. Uh, and, uh, and maybe maybe I even have some songs. You know, maybe I'll, I'm going to try to start doing it Friday nights everyone, for people that aren't out partying. No. Should I do it in I the morning? Live, I have a Star Wars live stream on Friday. No, okay. Well, we'll see what my work schedule we'll is, figure but I'll out, figure yeah. it out. <laughs> if I can't do if I can't be there, it's fine. You got it. You're the yeah. viral one. I'm just the I'm, I'm going the man, viral. I'm the man behind the curtain. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got. Oh, I want to talk about stuff coming up. We got some yeah. hot ones coming up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Next uh, week we got uh we uh reschedule. Uh we are doing here to infer in infirmary. Uh, Alkaline Trio with Marty DeRosa as our guest. So that's going to be super fun. Um, and then are we doing the Foxing release after that, right? Yep, because that's when it comes out. Yep, with with uh, with Joe. Does that um, make him the, the ruler? Does, does that uh, I think it'll time. Than... Will it tie him with Doug or will he take the lead? I'm not I sure. I'll we'll have to look back. So yeah, Joe, Joe one Ford or the other. For the new Foxing album, so that'll be our uh, first listen. Talk about. Do you like Foxing? Yeah, I pre-ordered okay. the album. I'm not super familiar, but I know that Joe loves them, and Joe has generally has good taste in music. So, no, the, the, everything I've heard from the new album sounds really good too. So I'm excited. Okay. Cool. I'll yeah. Start listening to those singles. <laughs> All right. Well, and then so it. so oh. then after that we will do. Um. So that's next weekend. 
that so that's the next two weeks, and then so that third week we'll do Bleed American, unless Maybe. something. Unless Actually, have, cool I'm talking out. to someone who might be our guest then that week after that. Oh, okay, disregard so. everybody. We will we will be the next episode that we don't have a guest or a release or something. We will be doing Bleed American to yes. celebrate the 20th anniversary. And don't worry, Danny, we will do futures too because we can do more than one album from a band, especially if if they have several classic albums. It's fine. Yeah, they have a ton. We should just do a month of only Jimmy World, and that's not even enough. Not enough time. Yeah, uh, I might I might be able to get. Well, we can bargain. <laughs> we i'll do a month of jimmy world if we do also do a month of ghost i don't know <laughs> we should do a ghost album soon yeah we should i was saving it for uh halloween spooky, spooky times but Ooh, i know you yeah. have some plans for i got a few well. but yeah ghost should definitely be on that list we'll figure all out. right i think we're good it's been two hours josh we've talked forever <laughs> i gl- I was really glad we had so cam sweaty. on yeah Blade no, cam is awesome check out his music Guy hustles more than anyone I know. He produces, he records, he does the production for all his stuff. I'm a guy who has no free time, and I was like getting tired listening to him and talk about the things. <laughs> he's gotten... so. Cool. We'll catch you guys next week. Danny, um, hit him with the phrase, baby. Thank you for listening to Beside Ourselves Podcast. It's time to flip the record over. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Beside Ourselves. Beside Ourselves is written and recorded by Danny Lowens and Josh Schramm. Beside Ourselves is available on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. If you like the show, please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. You can follow and interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at B underscore SidePod. If you have an album or music topic you want us to cover on a future episode, be sure to slide into those DMs and let us know. The intro music for today's show is by Chris Porter, and the outro music is by former critics.